a little flexibility can go a long way. By refinancing your newer used auto loan with PenFed, you can lower your monthly payments for more flexibility in your budget. You can even schedule your first payment for up to 60 days from the date of your refinance. Calculate how much you could save at PenFed.org slash autorefi or call 1-800-247-5626 to apply. Membership is open to everyone. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Log Talk Radio. Nigga, dark nigga, faux nigga, real nigga, rich nigga, poor. 
nigga, house nigga, feel nigga. Still nigga. Still nigga.
my odd hotel and better love. And uh, tonight we have Tuck Most and L.A. Ramon with us, and they're going to be talking about the death of the petrodollar and the birth of the electrodollar. Uh, let's see here. Tuck Most, are you there? Yes, I can. Let me see if this is L.A. L.A., are you there? Yes. Can you hear me? Yes, yes. I just got your message. You just I when you send me something, send me a message when you send it because I didn't even know it was there. Don't worry about it. You I, have sent me I already know. Okay. <laughs> by, by the time I need it, you you'll have it up. I already know that. I'll find. Okay. While y'all talking, I'll um, see what I can do here. Okay. Better love, both of y'all. Thank y'all Better for love. joining us tonight. And uh, and y'all got the floor. What's up, Thomas? What's going on, Ramon? How you doing, brother? I'm tired, man. I've been up since 4 o'clock this morning. Or I actually didn't go to bed till 4 o'clock this morning. So, listen, we got got this. What the weather looking like over there? Oh, it's pretty nice today, man. It's like 60, maybe 55, 60. You know, it's... It's humid, so it's not that cold. So it's pretty nice, man. Man, I go to bed 5, 6 o'clock every night, man. <laughs> Even when I got to get up at 7 in the morning. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, um, um, oh, man, I saw the day that um, the Supreme Court rejected Trump. Um, Man, that's, that's not a good thing at all. So um, his last line of defense was this suit with Texas. And got all the other states to sign on it. And, of course, 20 of the Democratic states filed a petition against it. And it went to the Supreme Court, and they ruled not to take it up um, five to two. And the three justices that he put there, the female, Mary Poppins, just Dr. X calls her, uh, um, Yeah, Comey Barrett, Kavanaugh, and the other guy, they all ruled against Trump. The two that ruled for him was Alito and uh, good old Clarence Thomas, who he stuck to the Republican side. So um, Trump put, maybe he put three turncoats in there, you know, maybe he read it them and he didn't know they were deep state. Or maybe, um, I don't know how they ruled on it, because they could rule on it two ways. One way will make it so you can't bring it back before them. Or another way is saying, you know, this isn't tight enough, bring it back in a couple of days. So from what I hear, they gave them the ruling where they can't bring it back before them at all. So that's like end of the line for Trump. Unless some miracle happens, um, that, you know, doesn't look good at all, brother. Now, now correct me if I'm wrong now. Isn't there a state Supreme Court as well? That's what I thought. Yes, it is a state. Yes, it is a state Supreme Court. That's what I thought they were at. They were at the state The state of Texas put the lawsuit through, so that pushed it straight up to the United States Supreme Court, which superseded all the lower courts. And those United States Supreme Court said no. 
Yeah, I've been look. I actually got the article earlier myself, but to be quite honest, each seemed like each. I, I went through a few links. I, I think what you're saying, I definitely agree with. But what I'm never, what I'm not seeing on none of those sites is uh, none of them mention federal Supreme Court. They're all saying just the state of Texas filed with the Supreme Court. I don't know, you know, because the way it sounds, it's like they it sound like they're trying to get us to think that the fe- the federal Supreme Court denounced it. I'm not for sure. I guess I'll have to keep. No, this was about- denounced by the. This was denounced by the federal, the United States Supreme Court. Oh, we Clarence Thomas and all of them, they did it. Yeah. They did it to death. Uh, it's on wow. Arrowhead. It's on Gateway Pundit. Everybody's pissed. Um, you know what I'm saying? So I don't know where he goes from here, but you're right. Every state has a Supreme Court, uh, and if the state matter can't be handled by the Supreme Court, then it goes to a higher court, uh, but... In the instance where a state is suing another state, the only court that can handle that is the Supreme Court. So Texas was suing Georgia, Pennsylvania, Michigan, and Wisconsin. So that has to be dealt with by the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court ruled in a way where it was like, get this shit out of here. This ain't nothing. That's how they rule. We don't even want to look at this. Yeah. It's going to be some noise. Didn't they say that um, it's up to the legislator? Each one of the legislators of the different states has to pick. Didn't, didn't, wasn't that one of the strategies? Well, if the, the, the problem with the, the legislation, the legislators already certified the ballot. See, they would have had to shut down the ballot certification. That, that process left already. That's why the Supreme Court was like the last chance. I don't know if there's another. I haven't done any research on any other sites yet, but I'm just going by, you know, just looking at it from a regular point of view. You know, once it gets turned down in the Supreme Court and the ballots have already been certified, the Supreme Court was going to rule you can't certify those ballots from those four states. That's how Texas had it. So the 20 ballots that Biden got from Pennsylvania would have been thrown out. The Whatever is in Michigan, Wisconsin, and Georgia all would have been thrown out, which would have meant none of them could have got to 270. Then that would have put the Constitution in where they would have had the Congress vote for who's the president. But being that that didn't happen, those, those ballots are all, have all been certified, even though they're invalid. They certified them anyway, and the Supreme Court is in on the, is in on the whole thing with the media and everybody else. That's how it's looking to me. So what's Trump's next move then? I mean, what 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 does he have access to? Because I've been hearing some some pretty extreme explanations from people saying, well, you know, he could set off something. You know, I mean, what, what's your feelings on that? You think he all right? Only the only move I see left, and once again, you know, Doctor X would be the expert. I haven't spoken to him, but the only move I see left is he would have to convince all of the states. Um, not to certify their ballots uh, on on Monday. So the state legislated not not to certify the ballot. My bad to um not pick electors because the ballots have been certified. So on Monday they pick the pick the electors. You know, so once they pick the electors, then those are the electors that go to the Congress on the second of January or whenever, and they they inaugurate the president. 
So what the only thing that's the only move he has left right now is for them not to pick electives. Uh, and it seems like that's a you know um, they could have been did that if they was going to do that. So I don't know. You know, it's it's looking grim right now, man. It, this was like I thought this was the this was the the one and it's the three people he put there all turned on him, man. Yeah, it's strange, man, because um, you know, I was having this conversation with a couple friends and family members about, you know, the. I think what really hurts all this, in my opinion, is that once they start showing the, you know, the images of people bringing out, um, you know, extra ballots and stuff, you know, the sad thing about all this is that um, if you think about how many black men have had. Evidence planted on them. Who mm-hmm. really think that black people would be like? I don't care how how you win, but we can't win with the with the with. We can't use corruption for corruption. You see what I'm saying? Even though we ain't even got nothing to charge corrupt about the Trump administration, and I guess you know from what people are saying, I'm like, I can't find corruption in the sense. But I mean, if you're just saying he's a businessman doing what business people do, I'm like. I mean, that's just business as usual. But, I mean, I can't see how we got the attitude right now that we could sit up and watch people, our people at that. That's the sad sad thing about it. Black women who call themselves marching out here for black men or yelling and talking about our sons is dying, and they over here engaged in this type of behavior. It's just like, what do we do with that? You know, how do we even fit into a picture anymore? We sure can't be trusted, and we damn sure ain't going to be no, no victims no more. After being seen like this, and you already hear people right now talking about the things that Joe Biden. They, uh, matter of fact, I, somebody pointed me to a Zoom co- uh, conference about Joe Biden with uh, Al Sharpton and some of the other uh, Negro League, um, and the fact that he, you know, his whole conversation was just so condescending. Like, you know, yeah, when, until I get the office, whatever you want, we ain't gonna talk about it. Basically. You see what I'm saying? Oh, and the people I'm picking right now, don't worry about it. These, you know, it's just kind of like they got swept up under the rug again, as usual. But just to see all this stuff unfolding the way it is and not to see that, particularly our generation, you know what I'm saying, and our age group, not having a real stance, talk, you know, saying, hey, look, you know, there's too many people still locked up right now for the very behavior that we saw people sitting up on the camera doing. Well, you know, no, Tariq Nasheed show last night had um he had a picture of the Mac in the Mac you know, the color of the Mac with um, the chick on the ground with um Al Sharpton face and Biden face was the Mac you know with the pimp smack and he and he played clips of Biden talking to these these fools and he was talking to them like a pimp you know like they was hoes on the corner like you don't expect nothing from me for three months, because in three months, I ain't doing nothing for y'all. Y'all understand? You know what I'm saying? He was pimping them. I was like, damn. And they just said, yes, sir, master, sir. I'm like, this is damn Democrats. But ain't this been going on all the time? That's how yeah. black people been towards the Democratic Party, whatever they say. They vote for them. It's come out, Dad. It's all come out. And now... This audio, mm-hmm. I don't want to hear nobody talking about nothing. Whatever happened to them, happened to them. I'll be like, I don't want to hear about it, yo. You voted? Oh, yeah, I voted. I don't want to hear about it. But, <laughs> but see, my thing is, I'm a firm believer that Trump been here before. He's a time traveler. 
So Me I too. can't see him. I can't see him going through all of this and and not going to come through with it. You know, I, I don't see where that fit. Go through all this to fail. If you've been here before, then it's got it. You don't have no choice but to work your way because you know the well, moves well, to make. Well, one thing he definitely has exposed is, for example, uh, uh, I asked Dr. X this week if he felt that uh, uh, Tony Barr and Lynn Wood could actually be some mm-hmm. molds. You know, I don't know if you call right. it a question, but. Yeah, you know, he was saying that maybe Barr, because Barr maybe you know Barr kind of had a strategic way of doing his. Nobody really ever confirmed mm-hmm. it and said it, cause, and that was sensible enough for me to accept. But Lynn Wood has been very public about what he has to say. He's actually out there encouraging people not to vote. I was like, what is going mm-hmm. on with that? Mm-hmm. You know what now, my thing is, is, how come Barr not saying anything? What, what's going on? You know, was he yeah, in Barr? It's like man, he he picked a bunch of sellouts, man. They they look they look good. And then when the pressure got put on them, and you know how these people operate, man. They got pictures of you doing stuff you shouldn't be doing. They got pictures of your kids doing stuff. They, they hold all kinds of stuff over your head to get you to flip. You know what I'm saying? They masters of that, man. You, um, and it seemed like man, Trump was the only dude. They couldn't get them to do that too, you know. Man, you know, nobody this don't hurt nobody more than me. <laughs> I was going for Trump, you know. I was that was my man. But mm-hmm. I I don't I, I right now, wait, look, unless that injunction the Supreme Court put on there was like, nah, this isn't good enough, make it better. You know, but the way that it was um I, I think I was watching N L N or one of those news networks, they they kinda of put it in the context where the Supreme Court put the injunction on it where, you know, we ain't dealing with this at all. Don't ever bring this back, you know, like that kind of injunction, which which will shoot down a lot of other cases like it. Because like, like, right now, Texas is, we didn't go through, so somebody else, like let's just say um, um, Louisiana files one tomorrow, you know. So the way, they, the way it sounds, it's like, no, don't bring none of that ever to us. Like, so... You know, this is bad, what, you know. But at the end of the day, this is what, this is, um, man, these people going to get what they deserve, man. They, 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 everybody should have been, the Republican people that voted for Trump, those white people should have been in the streets for the last few months while this all was going down, doing exactly what Antifa and Black Lives Matter was doing. Instead, they stayed okay, at home I'll, and they I'll didn't do nothing. <laughs> They are out there. He told them to stand down. They out there in the streets now. And 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 what about Sydney Powell? What about Sydney? You know, what is she the ace in the hole? What is she, you know she she coming with that cracking? She got the drops on the CIA. That's the deep state right there. Well, that was the good news today that they took up. The Supreme Court is going to look at her case and Lynn Woods' case. I believe right. next Monday. So hopefully mm-hmm. that case, um, but well, her case is, is a criminal case, you know. Right. Um, so the, the criminal case could get people locked up. That's not going to change the decision. What Trump's case would have did was change the decision to change the, the, the presidential election itself. The only thing her case could do 
is um, get people locked up for cheating in the election, but that's not going to change the election. You know what I'm saying? It's a well, what case. about if you what about if you got a criminal case on the president and maybe the vice president, as they call elect, select or elect? What so what saying, about Auntie? if you got a criminal? Mm-hmm. Well, what you saying, I hope right so. Now, Did y'all catch mm-hmm. the the FBI report about the? I mean the the story about the FBI had Seth Rich's laptop the whole time when they was claiming they didn't. No, I didn't know. That, that that'll lead that leads into what uh well I I'll, I'll refer the family to it. Uh, Doctor X actually uh, uh researches this guy that I go to. His name is uh, uh Bill Steele, the Steele Report. Okay. Mm-hmm. This guy researches like Doctor X does. He be all over that stuff. He be into stuff that mm-hmm. is much deeper in it in some ways. But he pointed mm-hmm. out that the separate laptop being held by the FBI. And the fact that they never came out and said it was because they were using protocol, uh, so-called protocols that says, well, you know, while we're investigating the case, we don't need to indulge or divulge or whatever the type of information that we do mm-hmm. or the things we do to obtain this information. So basically, in a way of keeping themselves from incriminating themselves to, to show us, you know, sense of the information that, yeah, we – we probably broke in somebody's house, probably, you know, threatened to kill people, <laughs> whatever. You know what I'm saying? That's what they found. I mean, this is what's coming out lately about the FBI with the uh, Seth Rich laptop. Mm-hmm. So basically, they had over 20,000 pages, I mean, emails of this guy's stuff and couldn't find nothing on this dude. So I think um, uh, the cracking stuff mm-hmm. is all about – I think the cracking stuff is going to have more of an effect on – that area of what, what we're talking about. I think that's what Thomas is saying. That area that Sidney uh, Powell is in is probably going to have more to do so with the, you know, the indictments that will probably go out since this FBI report came out about what they did with uh, Seth Rich. And But that's the whole, that's that whole criminal organization over there with the Biden and the Clintons and the Obamas, all of that is a, what they call that, a syndicate. Uh, and so if you start indicting people and things start to unravel, uh, that should have an effect. And then if, if you're showing that these people are criminal, don't that have some form of effect on the machines? You know, they they are mandatory that the, the people, the head of those voting machines, I know Michigan the, they uh, Matt, they gonna put out a subpoena for him if he don't come voluntarily. Oh yeah, yeah. Wow. yeah. So if you don't, I think you know, I if you start connecting these dots. Yeah, if you start connecting these dots, then it's like when you were a kid and you were connected them dots. That picture form, you see the whole picture, and that's what I think well, they're I mean, trying to do round everybody up. I, I tend to think what you think, uh, Auntie Beth. I, I ain't quite – I haven't given it – because even as I'm sitting here reading the way that most of the Internet has wrote how the Supreme mm-hmm. – they, they, they're using words like they, the Supreme Court rejected his allies. So that's saying, okay, well, mm-hmm. that's not Trump's them. Team, right. You know what I'm saying? That's just saying that, okay, right. these are – that'd be like me filing a lawsuit. That's a good I, point. You know, feeling – Mm-hmm. It, and that's what I'm thinking, how this is written. You got to keep in mind, man, these people know, since, you know, sensation is a way to keep us stirred up. You see what I'm saying? 
no matter how it does it. You know, for people on the other side, they're cheering and having a good time. For people who right. are kind of recognizing, it, it, you know, it doesn't matter if we have Trump or not. That's not I think a lot of people don't even get that. It's, we're saying, man, right. it ain't even got to be Trump. It could be anybody. But the way that the Democrats are going about it, why do you want them? See, I, yeah, I, I remember like, that. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I was just going to finish by saying that if, your, if your mission is true and your cause is legit, you ain't got to do all that. And, and I, mean, I just remember what... I remember what Dr. X said, that we got to really pay attention to the print media, you know, and to the media, period. We already know that it's a propaganda machine. So we just can't take what they say. We got to really read, you know, this is what they said about Barr. Yeah, when they said Barr said that. But they left out the next sentence after that. But they blast that part where Bard said it ain't no criminals. But see, they playing trickery, and we can't, you know, we got to be on top of it. See, it's almost like they want Bard to come out to talk against it, even if he's, let's say he's, he's actually for it. But it, I think the trick mm-hmm. you're talking about is they got to get him to come out and talk. You see what I'm saying? Just mm-hmm. talk about it. And he oh, won't say nothing. I, and he won't do he nothing. Won't yeah, and nothing. I'm like, okay, right. I mean, that's a move right there. And, you know, and I, yeah. like I said, reading through all these lines of, of stuff on Internet, most of it says Trump allies. So that kind of, that's a red flag for me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. saying well, that's, yeah, that'd be like me and y'all getting together and saying we're going to sue, you know, these states because we feel Trump mm-hmm. is right. They're like, well, it ain't your case, but you can sue if you want to. You know, there's nothing to hold mm-hmm. us back on, you know, a, a civil suit against people or whatever. But, you know. In the end, I think ultimately, only thing Donald Trump, I'm going to just be honest, you know, when you really look at what's going on, it's not really a bad thing in a sense, but it's who's going to be at the lever that makes it a bad thing. But the only thing, if you ask me, Trump can really do in this case is just hold off what's inevitably to come anyway. And I think a lot of this is really about, you know, our subject matter tonight, you know, about the They can't – man, I read an article in the Baron that talks about the wealth transfer. Do you all know that there's $18 trillion in America owned by only 18,000 families combined? Mm -hmm. When they get – these are old folks. So when they – Old Testament. Yeah, you're talking Old Testament. When these people die, their money is either going to their children or some of these 501c3 programs that, you know, that's in your, your community pushing these, this propaganda anyway. So in the article, they were saying that even if those few individuals that will pick up all that money, it's only, I think they said the American wealth transfer represents about 45% of the world's wealth. World's wealth. Man, that's a lot of money, bro. But that's and power. When you think of, that's power. But as the artist, I mean, as the author of this article I was reading pointed out, she was saying that the greatest fear amongst people, which is what it's going to be about, what we're talking about tonight, the 501c3s, they're worried because the people that are inheriting that money, let's say young people somewhere between middle 40s and back down, 50s maybe and back down, 
Mm-hmm. They don't mm-hmm. have that same sentiment about philanthropy that they, they grandmothers and grandfathers, you see what I'm saying? They mothers and fathers mm-hmm. and grandfathers have. Mm-hmm. So now their worry is that these, the, the, the receivers of these inheritance is going to take that money and defund all of them. Now, I think that's a good thing, you see what I'm saying? Because now they're showing where they want their money. But think about who the people going to inherit that. You're talking about people in the age group we in, tech people. You talking about people and ain't who that already the problem, own. Though? Ain't that, ain't I, that I would who say that Trump is battling? He battling the I tech say, giant. I would say, because most of these people that are getting ready to inherit it already got family that's already majorly filthy rich anyway. So I, I you know, I see this more so as a trying to slow down how we're going to transition into this new uh, protocol, this new. World, this new society, in a sense, when I say new society, it's just saying this is a time where you have the ability to really, truly control your own activities in life. And if you know how much your data is worth, you become something that you've never known before. For example, my information in knowing how to install tile, for example, is is money. So... When we get ready to enter into a new platform, I mean, people who have never been able to put it this way, what if Apple came and said, hey, man, we'll give you a house mortgage? And you say, well, what, 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 what I got to run a credit score? Then, no, we don't need your credit score. Well, what, how, how are you going to approve me then? Well, we've watched all your transactions. Look like you didn't have your cell phone for over 10 years. Look like you didn't have your car. You financed it and paid it off. But like you had money in the bank over there with J.P. Morgan Chase for almost 25, 30 years. You see what I'm saying? Look like you make the regular deposits into the bank. That's all the qualifications of giving people a loan. So now these middlemen are being cut out in a way that they're not happy about. And one thing you got to keep in mind, the rich folk wasn't the bank system and the Federal Reserve were not, they were not convinced that, you know, the crypto market was going to be anything. They truly wasn't. As much as people felt they they may have been, you know, kind of trying to throw us off, many of them people really did not worry about technology because here's the kicker. The people that actually created the whole Bitcoin type of environment used to be their employees. Now that's what made them get serious. Mm. See, they, they, they wasn't banking on people leaving their industry to say, hey, not only can I get a part of a decentralized environment, but I actually know how to write the code because I write it for y'all. They don't know how to do it. They were just spending money to keep these people. So by the time they realized what was going on, they started running into this block industry. This is how you end up with these 18, 20, 25, 30-year-old millionaires out of nowhere from cryptocurrency that people don't think is happening. So what they're going and doing is looking for little kids, 20s, 30s maybe. Hey, man, we want to buy you a little application you built on the blockchain. The kid may not have no clue what they really wanted for other than the fact that he created something that they're looking for. He ain't got no money. Somebody offer him a million, two million, three million, four or five million. <laughs> you think he's going to turn that down? So what mm-hmm. they did is start scraping the, the, the crypto environment for blockchains that they could buy. One of those blockchains that they bought, y'all hear about regularly, is XRP. 
I don't think this is something that Trump can stop per se. I think it's just going to give us enough time if he gets back in to get prepared now, if we even pay attention. You know, if people are even really paying, paying attention, you know, because I was watching uh, Jamie Dimon them talking, you know, about the banking system now that they didn't decide to get on. <laughs> and they said themselves that when they get ready to switch over, you won't know. You'll just still be going to the store one day. But your your debit card now might actually be held or making transactions through XRP. So you know this is real. You know what they're what they're what they're really fighting for. I'm like, okay, this is really about that money that's getting ready to come down in the hands of you know some of them people ain't gonna be. You know you gotta think about it. The the, the people who's gonna inherit some of this, they're not gonna be uh, as responsible as the people that they're inherited from. Many of them probably gonna squander off much of that, that riches. Well, I think that maybe it's not so much that Trump wants to get rid of because I'm like you. This is, I mean, this is here. This is what we are. Um, what's transpiring? We moving, we shifting into that, controlling it. That's what they. Exactly. Who gonna con? That's what the fight is about. This definitely exactly. gonna be here. And because uh, Biden and them then already promised China a massive, ma- massive amount of export and import. Mm-hmm. Remember the Huawei mm-hmm. thing, Thomas? Remember all that? Mm-hmm. See, now they get to come bring their hardware devices and interfacing devices, and we buy all that. Now guess who's controlling the actual infrastructure? Yeah, it's the control. That's what it is. And Trump is so saying, oh, no, we America going to control. We ain't letting uh, – China and them took control or whoever. He ain't got no allies because look at Apple. Apple is not an ally to America. Apple is an ally to Apple. And I would say Apple probably holds probably some of the biggest influence in China altogether. So you know Apple is on board for letting China, you know, produce or at least be in the control of the, 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 the infrastructure. Use, because see that's what this is really about. Whose devices are going to in- interface with these new with this new infrastructure? The hardware that we all hold in, the telephones, the computers, the you know the Bluetooth, the IoT phones. I mean the ice boxes and stuff. All this stuff that's already re- that's produced that's in your home already. That's what they're fighting for. Who's going to control that? Because behind all that is the data. Now we see the data that. Um that um, mm-hmm. uh, Amazon have. Look at that, all that data Amazon got. Man, Amazon got so much <laughs> data. <laughs> Did you know that most, Thomas, back me up here, probably about a good 50% of the Internet websites that are on the web, I'm talking blog talk as well, the very one we own, is owned by Amazon's hosting. Am, am, I, am I mistaken there, Thomas? They got a huge part of that market, bro. All you gotta do is go to the bottom of yeah. bottom of every web page and check and see who's hosting it, and you probably gonna see AWS, Amazon. That's who that is. Yep. Would you? Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Ben. Go ahead, Tom. No, go ahead. I'm listening. No, I was I was gonna say Ramon made a great point with. This, this isn't Giuliani's lawsuit. So 
So let's let's make it you know clear that Giuliani's lawsuit is still pending um, to go to the Supreme Court, which is a suit against Pennsylvania uh, for validating yeah. those about seven hundred thousand ballots that came the day after the election. Um, yeah. And, um, so that's his. That's what his lawsuit. And he has another lawsuit. Um, that could go before the Supreme Court, which has to do with Wisconsin. But I think his um, chances in Georgia is all washed up. So, um, so we'll see, man. Because anything could happen. And I, I, like you said, Beth, he is a time traveler. I'm convinced. And uh, every time I think he's finished, he comes up with something. You know, right. so I just, I'm just looking at the data today. And my puny mind, I'm not Dr. X. He knows how to read into his stuff. You know, I haven't spoken to him. So Monday, I know he's going to drop what's really going on. Um, but as of right now, those three people Trump put on the Supreme Court look like they sold them out. They could have voted one way, and that would have been five to three, and I mean five to four, and um, it would have been um, tossed out those ballots. So that's how it looks today. Anything can happen but, tomorrow. But- but look, but I kind of look at it as you know when when you setting a mark up, when you plan uh, on somebody, you got your people over here and they're going to respond a certain way. But you setting them up for the for the big okie doke, a big, you know, however exactly. you know how people set people up. That's how I kind of see it. You know, it's like okay. We doing it this way. We don't. We got y'all looking this way because y'all ain't seeing what we doing over here. Well, whatever happens, people. Mm-hmm. Well, remember. Go ahead. And it happened. You know, have y'all noticed that the story of the Marines going, or actually, it wasn't the Marines. It was actually the the federal agents from America had to stand by while the uh, European authorities went in to get them service where they said Gina Haskell was was killed in the battle. Remember right. that. Right. Yeah. Have y'all noticed ain't nobody came out and disputed that story? Is they talking about I haven't it? Seen, I mean, it's people talking about it in the, you know, the markets that we be in, alternate, alternate news, but even in that arena, nobody has came up and said that's not a true story. Yeah, I still haven't seen a picture of her alive, so... Yeah, you're right. She is the head of the CIA, so you're not supposed to see her, but, you know, yeah. I mean, it's strange when you think about it. Uh, people got murdered. They said some bodies dropped on both sides. You know, it's being reported, but ain't nobody really putting no fuel in it, you know, like saying, hey, that ain't a true story or, you know. I ain't even seen nothing from the CIA, the FBI, or anybody of the federal agency come out and deny them, deny the story. So yeah, it's a lot to watch for. It's it's some it's some moves being played that we ain't able to see. Yeah. We because why why would he reveal his hand to us when he needs to get a job done? And I'm okay with right. that. Right. I like watching the show. Yeah, yeah it's like a yeah. chess move to me. Well, I think um. You know, I see um, war on the horizon. That's what I see. Um, for the exact points you was bringing up and what you were saying, Ramon. Um, you know, Biden. Um, I just can't see real patriotic soldiers letting this dude sell out 
the infrastructure in, in the in the new uh, economy to China. You know what I'm saying? And, and not putting up a fight for it. So um, I, I'm seeing a lot of moves being made by the military that Bev brought up on um, the show with Dr. X where the aircraft carriers, they put three aircraft carriers, one off the coast of New York, one off the coast of Connecticut, and one off the coast of North Carolina, and then they got two off the coast of California, one off the coast of L.A., one off the coast of Oakland, and one off the coast of Seattle. And um, the other three aircraft carriers are in strategic position outside China, and they got another two in strategic position outside Britain. You see what I'm saying? And um, we know who sold out Trump. We know it was the British. You know, Dr. X already said the Atlantic Council and all of them, uh, elite, the the World Economic Forum, the same people, you know, we're going to talk about tonight with the the change of the currency. Um, Those are the people that uh, are the ones that's behind all of this. And um, because of Soros and Kissinger, and Bezignu Bezinski and all of these people, they've been sold out the United States to China. You know, if you could just um, Google auto production, and um, that's cars, and you'll see how uh, the United States was number one in the world. And then uh, after World War II, about 10 years later, you start to see Japan develop an auto industry. Of course, the United States put that there for them, you know, after they bombed them and stuff. And then after the 70s, when Kissinger and Bezignu Brzezinski goes over to China and cuts the deal and the ping-pong diplomacy and all of that, then you start to see in the 80s, China start to develop an auto industry. They made Because? Why? They made, last year they made, because they were promised, they were promised deals in these trade agreements. They were given technology. They were given an economy. But in exchange for something and no one ever looked at what was it in exchange for you know and what it was in exchange for was for them to overtake us you understand and that's and I I don't know why these people cut these deals I could say it's for greed you could call them the globalists the neoliberals whatever they cut these deals with China that sold out America all our factories are gone. There's no jobs here that used to, you used to could work at a factory and get $25 an hour and get a pension. All that's in China. You know what I'm saying? All of that, all of our industry, all, and they, they use the politicians to do this. And this is going into uh, a little bit of what we're talking about, but they use sanctions and tariffs and taxes and all types of fines. If you, you put a little bit of smoke in the sky, you got to move. And they move all this stuff to China where they have no rules for none of that. You know what I'm saying? And um, that's what happened here. So now we're in a position where we make nothing. We don't even train. They even stopped training. You used to have home economics in school. You used to get shop class. You used to get auto mechanic class in school, in, in regular high school. So when you got finished with high school, if you didn't want to go to college, you could go get a trade. You could go um, take that auto mechanic work and go get a job at a, a Midas or something. You could, or start your own, you know, repair shop. Or you could take that, um, um, that um, working with the wood and stuff and go get a job doing carpentry. Start carpentry. your own carpentry company. 
You know what I'm saying? You used to get electronics and all that stuff in school. They took all of that out. All they gave us was the general curriculum, basic math, spelling, and all this stuff, right? Uh, we're not learning any skills because they already knew they were moving all the factories away. They didn't need us because the same skills that you learned in um, mechanics and stuff is the same stuff you need to work in the factories, too. Those work off of machines. So, yeah, they, they killed this economy on purpose. And Trump was trying to bring it back. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, let, no me, one let, saw that. Let, me, let me jump in on that one. Here's why, I, you know, like I said, I'm not playing devil's advocate. I'm just being honest. I'm, I'm following the money. It doesn't matter what Trump do when he says, I'm going to bring back manufacturing. Because manufacturing, even now, has been handed over to automation, okay? So, you know, it's not to call Trump, uh, you know, being dishonest. I understand what he's trying to do. You know, if we can get the company, the American-based companies back over here and force them to hire American workers, because that, that would be the rule of the land. The problem with that is because of the, most of the hardware in, in, in the facilities nowadays in these manufacturing plants are so robotic, that your only chance of working there at the manufacturer now is you got to have a skill set that lets you in you you got to be able to do some programming or something or be able to repair like he said you got some mechanic skills you got a job you got a programming skill you got a job you talking about going to clean the office you don't have a job exactly you talking about uh exactly. standing in the assembly line boxing up stuff you don't have a job no more so it's, I'm not trying to put fear in people's hearts or nothing because it ain't no reason to do it. The, no, the, the work, it's not. Yeah, the jobs mm-hmm. that are available to us is very much stuff we've been doing all along anyway. We just didn't got really complacent because we were, we, you know, we we've been distracted to go and look at everything else. But you know, like I know, if you look de- deep into the uh, crypto markets and stuff, you're gonna find a lot of young black kids who invented much of what y'all don't know is going on in the crypto market. Now, that I can prove to you. So, yes, sir. you know, it, it's not that we even can't be there. It's, one, what do we know about it and what we're willing to do to get in? So when you said that about the manufacturing, I believe Trump is, just, is, 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 is sincere with saying let's bring back the work. But, you know, you got he's got to mention, you know, this work, Ain't gonna be for the old traditional manual worker. This is now gonna be for people using their brains. You really got to. But then, and, but then he did kind of say something like that because he also said that we're gonna bring back vocational schools. And so what? That's that's the training part right there. I bet you the new vocational schools are training the, the young ones to work on the robots, to do well, coding, well, to do all of that. Mm-hmm. You can go online right now. There's so many people mm-hmm. giving away free training right now, literally, giving mm-hmm. away yeah. $10,000 yeah. $30,000 college worth of education for free for the blockchain. Mm-hmm. They want people mm-hmm. to be involved in it. So that tells me that, you know, in some ways they really are trying to prepare you. Hey, man, get your head out your ass. You're getting ready right. to do something we need y'all to pay attention and become trained in these right. areas or we're going to have to give right. the work away to other people. So here's yep. what we could do since you mentioned all that vocational stuff. I'm glad you said mm-hmm. that because we could create what they call an educational coin. Exactly. Okay. okay. We got IP. And how does that work? 
how does that work? The educational. Well, that person, that person can simply go build us a IP a IT person go go build the application on top of the blockchain that interacts with the blockchain. We could put ourselves at data. This is what this is all about. Data. I'm a builder. So I think if I decided, hey, I'm gonna start hosting building courses for young people. All you need to do is pay me a couple of coins, a couple of little cheap coins that don't mean nothing to you today, but tomorrow they just might, one of them little half a cent coins, tomorrow might be worth three, four, five dollars. I think we didn't all seen that. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah. here's how important that is so people understand what I'm saying. <clears throat> when you buying a coin at a fraction of a penny, now let me repeat that again, a fraction of a penny. will get you 8,000 of those coins. I know too many people on this phone spend $20 just in gas and probably other stuff. You have watched. Now, I'm going to get back. I'm going to get to something real so people know and understand because I'm starting to hear even in our community, some of us either don't have enough education about it or or are sold on, on hype themselves. Because to be telling us not to go get into the uh, the crypto market is, it, to me, is is, is is poor leadership. Because you're not even presenting any information why I wouldn't want to go over there. Why shouldn't I go? And what's so detrimental that if I go spend fifty dollars just you know to see if I lose fifty dollars, what does it matter? I spend fifty dollars lollygagging. But see, it requires some work. That's why people are saying that. So it's easy to point out the scams that people who wasn't willing to do a little little bit of investigation before they spent into that coin could have just easily found out. The blockchain, we've been saying this, the blockchain is a public ledger. If you go right now and purchase anything off the blockchain, you literally get a serial number that they call a hashtag, If you click on that hashtag, it'll take you to what you know in the regular markets as like a like a ticker uh, uh, watcher. You know what I'm saying? Like the S&P 500 index does at the New York Stock Exchange. You get to see the activity of the actual stocks and securities. Well, that, that 64-bit digit that you get that is called your address, there, people can actually click on that and see the activity that is taking place, if it has done anything within the last two seconds or if it's done anything in the last two years. So that's a, a way for you to do your investigation and find out if what you're going to invest in is having real utility. Now, some of these little half a fraction of a penny of coins are being used to transfer money to different countries at a rate that y'all – I mean, at a break next I'm looking right now. I'll give you an example. I'm looking at um, Fiat Leak. For anybody that wants to see this stuff in real time, go to fiatleak.com. You can look at any coin you want to, and you can see how often transactions are taking place between America, other states, other countries, China, everybody, everybody. And the speed that you see that these people are exchanging these coins on. If you telling me you don't believe that these people have decided this got real commodity and security, then I would I would I would first 
encourage you to go read what the SEC recently just said. Their words was, because they're going after people with the IRS. See, this is how you know it must be a commodity. It must be some type of security. Because if I'm not mistaken, isn't the whole purpose of the name Security Exchange Commission all about what's secure? Thanks, so. I would think so, too. So if, if FinCEN and the SEC and the Federal Reserve is all out here talking about, we need to make sure that people that's buying cryptocurrencies is do, doing their due diligence. It's like, wait, hold on, you just told us that wasn't nothing but toys for kids. Now, I'm going to give the family something else. I keep hearing about metals. I agree. Metals got a lot of assets. But everybody gets stuck on gold. I'm going to tell you all something now, and you can try to prove me wrong if you want to, but I know you can't. First and foremost, gold has been held where it is because they promote to you is scarcity. They didn't even tell you all about the uh, – not Venezuela. What was – it'll come to my head. It was a country just recently here. They discovered a damn near endless pit of gold ore. So what's going to happen to the gold that's 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 supposed to be scarce right now? What what's going to happen to that value? When every when somebody else now got a a pit full of it and can say, hey man, we don't need your gold. We got a we got a whole mountain right here of gold. So what's that going to do to the gold supply here or across the world? It's going to deflate or gold, inflate yeah. in this case. The gold, silver, everybody talks about silver. and how. So I ain't knocking none of these, these metals. I'm saying they're good. If you don't really know how they're being used in, in assets, then you, you're just really just speaking a lot of uh, propaganda to me because the true gold is copper. I can prove my point. <clears throat> copper is a penny, right? One cent. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> everybody keeps saying Bitcoin Going to be the next gold standard, ain't that ain't, ain't that what they saying? Yeah. Thomas, Bev, when did yeah? What did Bitcoin start out as when it first got introduced to to society? What price tag was on it? I don't know because I wasn't paying attention to it when it first came out. I'm gonna let Thomas answer because I know he knows. I heard people buying as low as two fifty. Well, I'm gonna tell you how two dollars it was. Two hundred. Two dollars and fifty cents. Well, I can tell <laughs> okay. you this: Bitcoin, and I still got the old Apple article when they first started talking about it. I read about this stuff so long ago. I didn't realize either, like everybody else. I just saw it as, oh yeah, whatever. <clears throat> um, Bitcoin started out at one penny. Now, what is a penny normally made of? Uh, so now, what is Bitcoin worth today? A lot. Eighteen thousand dollars. They got it. Yeah. Eighteen thousand dollars a penny. Mm-hmm. You want to talk to me again about what metal got the most uh, uh, backing power? <laughs> that cop- y'all want to really yeah. have this conversation? <laughs> Hey, you know, I didn't even know that. I didn't even know we had the copper nickel until you told us, and I ordered some. I and those nickels, you could see the copper in it. I had never seen nickels like that. 
Again, copper is used in damn near everything you think of. Yeah, well, I can right. tell you, I can tell you one thing. In the hood, when a house go vacant, the first thing they go in that house and get is the copper out of there. The pipes. Thank you. Yep. No, they 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 go deeper than that, Thomas. We, they have people actually damn near killing themselves to rip out copper wire from live circuits. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. I've seen them climb the, the pole. <laughs> yeah. The crackheads, for some reason, they used to steal the doors. Like, why are they stealing all the doors? I could never figure out why they were stealing the doors, man. But they would have a shopping cart with, like, eight doors in it. Like, they went through that whole house and took all the doors. Oh, crazy. So why oh, you think the hinges. Not- <clears throat> the hinges. Is that what they were stealing? I don't, them no, for? they would take it off the hinges. Nah, they stole I don't the know. Because the door, maybe they could um, repaint it and put it in someone else's house. Maybe someone's trying, you know, contract no, these no. doors. She, I don't know, but that was a crackhead move, man. First they take the pipes. Some of those, and, some of those doors you mentioned in Thomas was made of pure copper cladding, meaning the face could have mm. Okay? Could have been, brother. Could have been. Well, I'm saying we yeah, had... these are old houses, yeah. Yeah, it's a lot. They, man, they was going on to the base. Four Carson stealing a two thousand pound pinwheel of copper. Why not the gold? Why y'all don't go kick in the gold door? You know, why not go over to the the, the, the coin collector, steal up all the gold coins and the silver since all that stuff. It's so much more. That, so much that more. That TV value. show. That TV show, The Wire. They showed the. Um, that whole hustle where they would go and um, get a bunch of metal and bring it somewhere, they weigh it and give them some money so they could get high, you know. They show that in the wire, um, that TV show. But, man, a lot of what you're saying, brother, with the metal and everything, man, that's just what we're going to get into with this show. And um, Okay, um, let's get into it. Yeah, let's get on it. When I say petroleum, I'm talking um, the fossil fuel industry. Uh, I, I was talking fossil fuels with Ramon the other day. He was like, "Man, I don't want to hear about no dinosaur bones." I'm like, "I'm not. <laughs> I'm talking the industry." So instead of saying fossil fuel industry, I'm just going to call it petroleum industry. So everyone knows. And when I say that industry, I'm talking petroleum, coal, natural gas, and, and um, aluminum. Okay, and Arvimucin is like the um, that real thick, um, sticky stuff that they make um, asphalt and stuff out of. You know, that's the stuff that actually they put on all the highways, um, a form of the petroleum industry. Uh, but I'm going to start it off. You know, to understand this great reset and how what it is and how it will work, um, we're entering a great reset code name they use for it is Industry 4.0. If you look up Industry 4.0, that's the Great Reset. Or it's also called the Fourth Industrial Revolution. Metaphysically, it's the fourth dimension. Fourth dimension being light and time. We did shows, me and Ramon, on the fourth dimension, light and time. Um, Time is nothing more than the measurement of light. Um, And um, the fourth dimension and the fourth industrial revolution are all about light and time, both of them. Um, The numbers that govern our monetary system worldwide that we see go up and down 
um, on the stock exchange, on that um, clock we got here in New York where they show the national debt just keep going up every day. It's all an illusion created by the global elite. You know, when I say global elite, I'm talking the globalists, uh, the most powerful people from the United States and Europe that make all these um, decisions. Um, now, they've been doing this, controlling the math, manipulating the math for years, determining the value of people's assets, people's money, people's stock, their bonds, their precious metals, their products, their physical and intellectual property. They put a value on it. You don't put the value on it. They do. Um, due to modern supercomputers and quantum computers, they can no longer manipulate the math anymore. People can figure out easily how they're doing their manipulations, so they had to come up with a new system. Of, this is all a new, a new way to cover up their fraud. Um, the monetary system that's coming out, like Ramon was just saying, it's going to be a cryptocurrency, blockchain, technology-based system. Okay? And uh, I'm going to lay out very briefly the history on how these global elite value money to show this. Um, what are uh, what the global elite are doing is they're changing the world from a fossil fuel-powered world to an electric-powered world, a world powered by electricity, no longer by oil and, and gas and stuff like that. They're using this creation called Bitcoin as their new gold standard in this new world. Bitcoin will be the gold standard of the new currency world. It will operate monetarily like gold does today to our money. It will operate more like an asset than an actual fiat currency. If you get Bitcoin, you're not going to spend it. You're going to hold on to it like gold. Um, Bitcoin is perfectly made with this encrypted code. It's mathematically incorruptible. The global elite are now transitioning the whole world, the whole entire monetary system, into the exchange of value from being petroleum-backed to being Bitcoin-backed, backed by other cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin, some that's out, some hasn't been even made yet. Um, the same way we went from a metal-backed exchange to a value, a metal-backed exchange of value to a petroleum-backed exchange of value in the early to mid-1900s about, and 220, we're transitioning to an electronic exchange of value, okay? And I'll explain all that. Bitcoin is the first cryptocurrency came out in 2009, and um, it's proved itself to be a shareable currency. It's a, It goes viral because it's online. It can't be controlled by governments or banks. It can't be easily stolen or manipulated like cash or metals. Uh, its economic structure is designed in a way that everyone loves it, both communists and capitalists. They both love this currency. Capitalists, that's the United States, that's the, the mindset we come from. We love this currency because it's in a free exchange. It's exchanged amongst each other. No one's in the way of us exchanging it, whether it's Bitcoin, Litecoin, Ethereum, XRP, whatever. We have the freedom to choose which one we want. We don't you know, with dollars, you only get dollars. You know, you, you can choose, hey, I don't want that one. I want this one. You know, it gives you that freedom. It has the choice to, um, you can buy, sell, use it. You can do whatever you want to do without anyone telling you you can't do it. 
You know, it's certain things you can't do with a dollar. Um, it's freely exchanged and shared amongst people with no restrictions. I could give some to Ramon. Ramon could give some to you. It's no tax record or nothing going to be coming about. No one's going to be coming after you. No one even knows, unless, except for us. Um, the communists love it as well because it's a unit of collective, a collective absorption of labor, you know, and um, the labor value. In communism, the working class owns everything, and the money and gains produced from their collective labor is divided up amongst the workers and based on their needs, right? So the money that you hold in your pocket in a communist system is a portrayal of your uh, or a physical representation of your actual labor. Uh, in communism, like in, in the U.S., you know, I could have a whole bunch of money in my pocket and ain't did nothing for it. You know, that it don't work like that. There, you gotta work for your money. You gotta you gotta put into society with your money. And communism, they think all labor should go to the entirety of all people. And um that's how they control the distribution of the purchasing power. Um, they love it because it works um as a as a total collection of everybody's labor. If everyone gets paid in a cryptocurrency, that cryptocurrency is, in itself is a total a, a collection of everyone's labor. It saves them doing a whole lot of their communism. You understand? They don't have to be Soviets no more. They could just let the currency do it for them. Um, so it's a pure capitalistic and a pure communistic currency. Um, like I said, Bitcoin is incorruptible. Because it's cold, therefore it's law. Uh, it's encrypted, so therefore it can't be changed, altered, disturbed by any president, king, baker, queen. No one can do anything to it, right? It plugs into the global system perfectly because it's created and distributed using pure energy. Bitcoin and all cryptocurrencies are electric energy based in back currencies. Okay. Do uh, you have any questions so far? Or? Yeah. Now, my, I, I'm trying to see, put, put my hand around this, my mind around this. So, and the comment is, I could, like now, how we do it now here in Capitalist, I could be worth 100000 You could be worth $100 million, and L.A. could be worth billion. So, but with the way that's set up, it won't work that way. You know, everybody is the same. You can't become a millionaire or billionaire. Is that true? The way the communists are set up? And don't the the head, the people at the top, the government or whoever, they control everything? You have no control? Well, blockchain is a decentralized environment. So to answer your question, no, we wouldn't mm -hmm. all be the same. Uh, that's mm -hmm. the whole beauty in blockchain. It's, it, it's the term decentralized means a lot. What you just described and what Tom, Thomas just described, communism is still a centralized organization. It's a it's a protocol of centralizing everything. Meaning, hey, Ramon got billions of dollars. We need to break it down or split them up and make it equal, dis, dis, distribute it out to everybody or whatever they call it. So, therefore, everybody has $10 in their pocket. That's a centralized uh, 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 pro, uh, procedure or a way of doing things. Everybody ain't equal. Here's, a, here's one for you. 
I mean, if you were born in a family of, of multiple siblings, are all y'all matched into intellectually? No. So why are we out here arguing with people about equality when you can't even find any of your own procreation? But now you, I'm gonna have to give credit. Are you saying that just say I inherit? my money through inheritance. I inherit a million dollars and I got to distribute that million dollars among, you know, I can't hold on to it for me and my family. But, I have know, to that's distribute what, that. That's what communism says. That's what communism okay. says. That's what communism okay. wants to do. See, the okay. reason why communists love is because, in, well, first thing is we have a communist planet. Oh, that's what you see in Russia and in China. So socialism allows you to have an oligarch, you know, that could be a billionaire. Still a poor person, but a pure. Being at the doctor in the bicycle by the doctor, people um, to their door every day, they both have value with them to be a job. Hey, Thomas, your audio Did you move, Thomas? Yeah. Oh, man, I didn't even know. Can y'all hear me? Yeah, that sounds much better. Oh, much better. This will make pure communist. There's no communist system now. Oh, we're losing you. We're losing you. Oh, hello? Can you hear me? Yeah, that's much better. Now, when, yeah. Okay, I was saying in a pure communist system, uh, everyone's supposed to have the same. And this policy allows the government to ensure everything is the same. Every, You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, this uh, it is a decentralized currency uh, if it's used the way we use it in capitalism. But if you put the same, if you put Putin in charge, he's going to use it to centralize everybody's money. And to have more control over them, so it works for both both set of people. And, so it and works and for I, communists I and capitalists. Go ahead. Absolutely, because it's a free it's a free market. You can do how you want to, and just you know to kind of help the family understand what Tom is talking about later in the show. We're going to be talking about banking for all acts, <clears throat> and I hope that I did a job to break it down because it's going to lock in a lot of what Thomas is talking about. Okay. Sure thing. Sure thing. Let me um move on real quick. I'm gonna you know, try to go as fast as possible here. Um, I just wanted to lay that point out. So we're moving into this electric currency, and what I'm about to say is important. <clears throat> the human monetary exchange, how we exchange money to each other, has always been grounded in two things: the most used material within our productive society. Okay, that's one of the things. The second thing is um, the most manufactured material within our productive society. Okay, um, pardon me. I, I, I apologize. Let me let me um, go over that again. Um, the most used material in our productive society is the most manufactured thing in our productive society. Um, however, the second thing that our monetary system is based off of is the most valuable commodity 
within our productive society. From medieval times to the first industrial revolution in the late 1800s, money was based on metal, coinage, okay? Even the slaves from ancient times, um, number one job was to go to the mines and mine. Mining was king, drilling, uh, getting down into the earth, digging out the, the products that came out of it. And uh, what made this the first industrial revolution was they came out with steam machines that made it a lot more easier and productive for people to do this. And um, the steam machines also um, were put in factories and they created things out of the materials they um, took from the ground. You know, in this era, you were big shot if you had a nice metal pan, you know, to cook your food on. You know, um, mining was the determination of economic power. In this era, where mining and digging and making metal products was the foundation of the industrial system, metals became the most used material in our productive society. And they also became the most valuable commodity in our productive society. Of course, some metals held more value than others. They call those precious metals. By the mid-1800s, lumberjacking, agriculture, and shipping started replacing mining as the big money-making industry. Products made from those industries began replacing metals as the most used material by humans in our productive society. The textile industry became the foundation of the economic system. By the late 1800s, the elite transitioned the world's money to represent this transition. The most used product, the most used material in our productive society was no longer metal, so therefore the money could no longer be metal. The money became paper and cloth, a textile, just like what they were making, right? Um, similar to the money we have today, a sheet of interwoven paper and cloth blade. They cut it, finally printed with ink images. They made modern money, the banknote, a rectangle textile that we all put in our pocket. However, the new money was still backed by metal because metal was still the most valuable commodity in our productive society. By the beginning of the second industrial revolution, factories are running off of oil and coal. So they also introduce um, electricity, but it's not stable yet. Um, similar to the money we have today, backed by precious metals that gave it its value, metal and metal products are no longer the most produced product in this society. Okay, they're only used to build ships and uh, factories and skyscrapers. So the metal that's being used now isn't a precious metal. It's, it's um, steel, you know, which doesn't have a, a real value. The value is coming from um, all the money they're making from shipping all the cotton products and the hemp products and stuff that's all around the world. Um, so... When we get to the third industrial revolution, they changed from the textile industry until the modern-day petro-industrial chemical industry, okay? And, of course, um, petroleum did something textiles couldn't. It became more precious, more valuable than precious metal. Due to super-capitalist industrialists creating the petroleum 
to mend by building the U.S. interstate highway, removing all the tram cars, the street cars, creating the airline industry, um, large building complexes and skyscrapers all would depend on petroleum to heat them and to keep them cool. By the late 50s, by the late, um, by the by the 1950s, we're in the third industrial revolution, and to show that they have switched from metal, uh, from from this paper to this new commodity, this petrol. This now petroleum is the new value system. They put out a petroleum-based money called the credit card, made out of plastic. Plastic is come straight out of petroleum. Okay, y'all have any questions so far? Am I, are y'all staying with me or am I going too fast? Yeah, we, no, we following you. We following. You. I, I, oh, okay. Like, man, I, I love how you're doing it, man. You you you're making way for for what I'm gonna bring. <laughs> you doing perfect. Thank you. Perfect. Uh, more products are made from plastic in 1950 than from wood, metal, paper, and cloth combined. You become a whole plastic world. Everything is made out of plastic. By the 1960s. OPEC is created, and the United States was able to effectively control the price of oil and petroleum worldwide and make everyone purchase oil in United States dollars. The petroleum industry is booming. The globalists released this new plastic currency. We already got into the, to the credit card. The crude industry becomes the most valuable industry in the planet, okay, because everything in the world is made to run off of it. Based off of the globalists controlling what's made, they made everything, cars, everything has to run off of this petroleum, which they control, right? Smart move. So you get this petroleum-backed currency, okay? Gold is gold is has no, you know, why why do I care about them? They're making way more money off of petroleum than they could ever make off of gold. So gold is, is no longer what backs the dollar. Petroleum backs the dollar now. Petroleum became the physical commodity that worldwide economic system was based off of, okay, powered everything. Everything was made from plastics. Every street was paved with asphalt. Everything is coming out of this one industry. In 1973, when they took the U.S. off the gold standard, people thought it was ridiculous and crazy. But once plastic took over paper and cloth as the lowest valuable, the lowest material of our productive society, or you replace gold as the most valuable commodity in our productive society, petroleum simply had to back the dollar. They had no, gold wasn't big enough for it, wasn't enough of it. In 2020, they are transitioning us again. The lowest unit in our productive society has once again shifted. In fact, it has already happened. It happened years ago when they made the Bitcoin. The most used material in our productive society is no longer petroleum, plastic, paper, wood, fossil fuels. The most used product in our productive society is electricity. Okay? We're in the fourth industrial revolution, the Great Reset. The global elite have changed it. The smallest unit of our, in our productive society is pure electricity. Anyone can create value at a higher percentage in our economy using pure electricity than any other commodity. Electricity is today the most used material within our productive society, and Bitcoin is the most valuable commodity within our productive society. One Bitcoin is worth more than hundreds of barrels of oil. 
It's worth more than hundreds of ounces of gold. Okay, it just recently reached the market twenty thousand. It's back down to eighteen thousand, like Ramon just said. Bitcoin is made from pure electricity. Okay, electricity is king. Thanks to YouTube, Netflix, Hulu, Spotify, or other forms of entertainment, we spend time on our electronic devices all day, wasting electricity, plugging it in, recharge, wasting more electricity. Out. The value always comes from human attention. Without human attention, nothing has value. Humans gave metal, paper, plastics their value, and now the most thing, the thing we consume the most is electricity. We spend hours in front of computers, TVs. We use microwaves, electric stoves. We blend juices. We 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 are constantly charging our cell phones, tablets, computers. Um, the top car company in the U.S. is now Tesla. They make electric cars, okay? It, the, the gas industry is gone. Germany is not manufacturing any more combustible engines starting in January. They're going to make electric cars. Everything that um, did exist that ran off petroleum is now going to be switched to electric. They're replacing the airline industry with high-speed rails and hyperloops. Um, why? Because they run off electricity. Uh, and just a side note, uh, the market cap at Tesla at $604 billion, it makes it more valuable than Ford, General Motors, Toyota, Volkswagen, BMW, and Mercedes-Benz all combined, okay? And they don't even sell a million cars a year, okay? Where, most of the, where are most of the people putting their attention to? They're putting their attention into pay for something that's money, uh, pay for something that was created digitally, an application, a video game. We're, we're sending texts to each other. We're tweeting. We're posting videos. We're on Zoom conferences. All of this is about energy. All of this runs off electricity. What we did in the past doesn't exist anymore. This is why they're transitioning out of petroleum um, into this current currency to a digital-based system. Hello. Welcome to Industry 4.0. Cryptocurrency, digital tokens, Bitcoin, e-contracts, the new currency which represents electricity. Any currency that's made by electricity will have value. The most used material in our productive society is now electricity. Because they know how, because they know, because they now, <laughs> because now we put, um, produce electronically, the pure energy, enough things produced and used by humans without any oil, without any glass. You can plug in a 3D printer and print out pretty much anything you want. Mostly everything we buy or use was made or created using electrical power. Okay? It used to be used made out of petroleum, but no more. It used to be used. Um, they even told us in New York we can't have plastic bags. They're trying to get rid of plastic altogether. They're making it illegal to have plastic. Okay, we have a new economic system where now we use we, we use more things digitally on our phones than people make physically. We purchase more BS on our phones digitally than they actually make things physically in the world. All those products that they come from China, we use more things on our phone digitally every day than they can produce those products. Okay, um, it's it's a big deal. Um, now, when you get into the Bitcoin, this is why this is it has such a value, and I, I'm going to 
drop the mic and give it to you, Ramon. Um, um, Bitcoins themselves are mine. Okay, um, so um, this takes a major setup, different computers and servers working together 24 hours a day, seven days a year in an air-conditioned, secure location uh, with the Ant Miner 9S. Miner, okay, this is the mining, uh, one of the hardware things you need to mine Bitcoin. They says on the package, it now takes about quarter of one Bitcoin, okay? So that one ant miner, it'll take it one year to of electricity to run one, to just to mine one quarter of one Bitcoin, okay? And they release a Bitcoin every 10 minutes. So if you use one of these things, you're never going to get anywhere. Your thing is so slow, it's going to take it a year. You're never going to catch this, the 10-minute curve, so you need to keep adding more. So if you have one that takes you a year, to mine uh, a, a third of one Bitcoin or something like that, then you're going to need, if you have two, that's just going to take you um, a half a year. You have three, now you're going to take a quarter year. You need to get this to 10 minutes, you know, so you're going to need hundreds of these things. These things are $3,000 each. Hundreds of these things are consuming electricity. Just one of them, just one of them. If you have, if I had just one of these machines in New York City, it would cost me $7,000 in one year of electricity just for that one machine, you see? So it, if you have, you have some people on YouTube, they got setups with 256 of these machines in one room, okay? And they can hardly mine with them. Then when you go to the big corporations that do mining, they have thousands of these machines in one room trying to mine these Bitcoins. All of this energy consumption just to mine one thing, just to just to get this one coin to come out in ten minutes and hope that you figured it out first and mined it up with your machinery, it, it costs so much money. It, it that's the value in the coin, is in the pure electricity that's used to create it. You understand? Because electricity is the most valuable commodity in our society now. So the value in the Bitcoin is the electricity. You know, for someone to mine that one Bitcoin that costs $18,000, they might have spent $30,000 in electricity to get it, you know, or, or 100000 But the point is they got it, and they, they expect the value to go up as the, the value of electricity goes up, the value of the coin goes up. Um, and I'll, I'll mute myself for now. Um, have anything now, y'all wanted to now add? I to? have a yeah. Now, aren't we uh, as human beings? Aren't we electrical? <laughs> are we playing that? <laughs> See, this is the this is this is the right? So the way the way society used to work, our electricity, our energy created money for us. Right? We used to go out and mm-hmm. we have to do work. Uh, how right. many people work today? You know, uh, most people are working from home. What are they working right. from home doing? They're just using their electricity all day. They got their computer, their laptop hooked up, and they're sucking up their electricity doing the work because that's what that's where the money is, is in the electricity. Um, they don't even know this. So the human electricity, it, it, what, what 
this is doing is it's taking that away from us. Um, this is bad. Bev. This isn't good. It's taking us away. That we can come up. They're taking away our so, ability to go out and, and do um, the things we used to do because they, it's more money for them to have us just sitting somewhere consuming electricity. That's the money in them, you know. It used to be uh, uh, perfect for them to have someone in two hours of traffic getting to work every day just burning gasoline because that was the market. You know, that's not the market anymore. So um, they're going to make it hard for people to travel. Um, you know, they don't want you on vacation. They don't want you seeing things and going places and not going somewhere where you're not okay. consuming electricity. You see what I'm saying? Okay. So we we are assuming our electricity is our mind. You know, our brains is crystals, all that electricity going on up there. So they plugged into us. Well, you saying we plugged into them, but ain't we the ultimate electrical current? Oh, absolutely. We're the absolute, we're the, all the ultimate electrical currency. And I think that also created all this stuff. <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, but at the end of the day, um, I'm just showing you where this new system is going. So there's okay. going to be so much money to invest. And you can invest in anything doing with energy, any energy company. And as importantly, Right, because the flip side of all of this, right, is we had a system that worked just perfectly with oil and gas and everything, right? We we were just perfectly fine with the old system. They have told us for years that oil is bad. They went from global warming to um, um, the the fossil fuel carbon emissions and all of this stuff to remove carbon to tell us oil is bad. That was all a propaganda program. Because they're going to make so much money making us get rid of oil and that transfer to electricity and that conversion, that conversionary process is where the money Mm -hmm. is. So to get rid of all of this stuff that was made out of oil and all of that old stuff is where it's going to be a lot of money at too. Also in restoration of that stuff. If you know how to work with old boilers, when they come out with the new boilers, Old houses won't be able to have the new boilers, so you have to know how to work the old boilers because they're not going to make them anymore. You only can repair them. They're getting rid of all of that, you know. So um, there's a lot of money to be made in all of that. Um, and most of these cryptos that I'm looking at, um, and I don't have a list in front of me. I can look some of them up and give y'all the names, but they're all cryptocurrencies made at changing is from a electric society, um, from petroleum society to an electric society. That's how I came up uh, with that um, Creo syndicate. Uh, they're doing it using the water, you know, but um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> it's a whole bunch of cryptos being made for people to get money to not use petroleum-based products anymore, to, to convert to electric. Um, if you look at the Tesla, he could operate a whole, his, a whole house off of a battery. So you have your house connected to with the electric, electricity company. You have no oil, no gas lines coming in. He has two batteries stationed outside your house, a solar roof on that draws energy and helps um, charge one battery while the other one operates. And if you're ever at a point where neither one of them have power, your electricity just shoots on and you use a little bit of electricity. 
And that's the new way that things are going to run. Um, they're going to come out with something called a smart grid that's going to allow all this to happen. And um, right now, before it happens, we can see where it's going so you can make some investments and get paid off of it. Not just the crypto, I'm talking about the physical companies, see what they're making, see if it has to do with something that used to be ran off of some type of gas or oil, but now it's ran off of electricity. You know, that's the company to go with. Okay. So you can make money on the back end and the front end. Because I'm looking at you, you, you named all these shifts. You know, we went from the the paper age and, and all these different ages. So now we're going into the electrical age. And I'm not, mm-hmm. I don't know about electricity, the currency. I, I think, don't you know something? I know West is man, but L.A., don't you know something about electricity? So oh, we're yeah. dealing with uh-huh. electricity. We got to know how the currency works, too. You know, we got to know. If we we electrical, we the, the main frame, and we connect it in, so we got to know how to send that currency uh, directed. I don't, you know, I'm just looking at we're dealing with electrical now, electricity. Yeah, and that's why I presented it that way because I always hear people say they, they don't believe in this cryptocurrency and it don't really exist and it don't have no value. And I'm like, yeah, it does, but you yeah. don't see the because we're not we're not to the to the point in our um, society where it costs so much money to have electricity because that's where we're going. Like that coin. Mm-hmm. To make it would would cost so much money that it's so valuable to have it. That's you know what I'm saying. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. We let uh, L.A. and then we'll open up the couple of people that's been holding on here. Go ahead, L.A. Um, yeah, you laid out a lot of good stuff there, Thomas. That uh, you know gets a chance to be opened up in this conversation. But I want to first start with Foxy Bear's uh, question. She asked. Uh, about human energy, ain't, ain't they using us and tapping into us? Uh, I would say yeah, but here's what I got a question back to you, Auntie Bear. Is okay. Human is human energy sustainable? No. What do you mean? Can we hold it? Can we harness it? Or what, what, what are you saying in that? Okay. The term, and I'll, and I'll go back since you said it earlier. Yeah, I, I have electrical and electronics uh, background, so okay. I can speak to a lot of this stuff. Um, the uh, concept of a, a sustainable energy, like a battery, the word self, when we say myself, yourself, ourselves, is a, de- is a derivative word of cells. And when I say the cell, cells, I'm talking like the yeah, cells like in your body, you know. Right. CLLs, uh, you know, so everybody gets mm-hmm. what I'm talking about. Um, that Well, that cell terminology is obviously related to energy in itself, okay? Think about a battery. A battery after a while, a lot of people don't know the construction of a battery. There's a couple of plates that they put in between, separate, you know, <clears throat> from each other, put fluid in it. One side is uh, uh, ionized, the other side, you know, has a a positive effect. And Mm -hmm. what keeps it charging is that the plates, which are copper, see, this is why I keep talking to everybody about copper. Uh, After a while, they calcify, like the pineal gland, okay? 
Mm-hmm. People hear the word, my battery is dead, it's no good no more. Uh, if you ever dealt with a battery re- refurbishing company, they'll give you the rundown on that. Uh, the battery, There's nothing wrong with the battery. What happens is over life, the time that the battery has been given, after a while the capacity to, to, to sustain a full charge. So let's say you start out with 100% capacity. After 10, 20 years, it doesn't matter what you do. Your capacity might lower to about 80 to 70% of that 100. You see what I'm saying? You, mm-hmm. you hit a certain age, and your, your, your recharging ability is, doesn't stay long if you want it to, even if you want it to. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So like a battery over time, you just kind of fizzle out, and you never really die, though. See, that's the thing people don't understand about energy. Energy never dies. So, you know, I wanted to answer that since you brought that out. Um, and can you, let me see, uh, for example, another thing where Thomas is talking about is lowering, y'all heard these terms before. Somebody ahead, say if you haven't. Somebody say in the chat room if you having babies, that energy is sustainable. No, no human. I, you know, I don't want to challenge people. I just want them to understand. Okay, no, I'm we talking. just we are we trying to figure it out. We just throwing things out. That's all. Yes, yeah, and I well, hey, can I can I add in on that point? I would say um yes. when the battery downgrades, they call that degradation. It de- degrades over period. Humans do too. Like we could, I had a lot more energy twenty years ago than I got yeah. today. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So humans yeah. can't sustain energy twenty four hours a day like um, a machine can. You know, we're gonna we gotta okay. rest. We got things we have to do. We gotta recharge mm-hmm. like a battery does. Yeah. Recharge. Yeah. When you turn your car off, your battery goes into recharge mode. It's built off the same concept of the human. Everything that we're dealing with, family. It's truly a human anatomy blueprint, and I'm being yeah. You know, if you don't believe me, just go go do an electronics 101 course, and you'll find out what I'm talking about. It's it's all right there. They'll tell you nothing we do has happened without the human blueprint. They understood how the body works, and they did it in an artificial environment. You call it virtual. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Mm-hmm. They figured out ways to you know, hey. But I want to go back and say this. One thing that Thomas is talking about is environmental, social, and governance, okay? <clears throat> what they're talking about is the highest uh, – oh, I mean, um, let me say it this way. Reducing your carbon footprint. Remember they used to use that term? Right. Okay. The, they did a report mm-hmm. on uh, – this, this insurance company did a report. And the name of the website, if y'all interested, is called PlanSponsor.com, okay? PlanSponsor is a total, they're dedicated to nothing but insurance talk, but they, they talk about everything related to insurance. They said the COVID-19 lockdown produced results of the carbon foot, the carbon emission went down so significant. See, what Thomas is talking about is what, what y'all keep hearing. You know, they want humans to to go into a, a inactive mode, and the only thing we need from you is to engage the, 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 the hardware devices that you have at, at your leisure. You got your computer, you got your cell phone, you know, you got your radio, whatever you do, okay? These things, as we talk about them, now here's where electronics and electrical 
and what how we separate the two, and uh, I'm sure uh, Uncle West will tell you the same. They they have two terms in elect. I mean, in the industry, it's called low voltage and high voltage. They're trying to get to low voltage as the way of living. That's why you're starting to see a lot of solar. Uh, 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 what, what are floodlights? People can go out to Home Depot and buy a 12 pack of solar floodlights and put on your fence. And you ain't never got to wire nothing up. It's an easy do it yourself type of process. It's uh, it generates its source of power by uh, solar, meaning solar is nothing but carbon filament, which is just black dust placed into a a, a uh, some type of instrument. In this case, y'all normally see it as glass. Uh, when the sun strikes that carbon, it charges it, protons and, ne- and, and, and neutrons, and all that stuff y'all talk about from the metaphysical world, okay? That's what's really going on. Those carbon filaments can store that activity. So when the sun goes down, they kick in and light up your house or turn on electricity, as you know. It's stored electricity. So what they're saying is, we're trying to reduce any movement. That's really what they're talking about. That's what the whole uh, uh, the ESG environmental social governance is all about. Um, something else that was mentioned. Thomas brought up the uh, <clears throat> the oil. Boy, you couldn't have said it better. Oil, as much as okay. Let me say it this way: Oil is the equivalent of Donald Trump. Oil is bad, just like Orange Man is bad. Okay. Oil is bad, just like Orange Man is bad. I said that twice because I can point out some things Thomas said. From petroleum, you got the debit card, which is plastic. You had warming. People used to warm their houses with uh, oil. Remember Auntie Bear? Light, oil lamp. You know what I'm saying? You're talking kerosene, you know what I'm saying, stuff like that. So anytime, this is something I want people to understand, and I learned this in the industry of energy. When someone is coming along with a new idea that's competitive enough to disrupt your market, you're going to go into survival mode. People just should understand that. Competition is not welcome, whether you like it or not. So when they went into the whole petroleum is bad, orange man bad type of propaganda, all they were simply trying to do is reduce competition. And by pu- pushing out, you know, uh, pu- I mean, propaganda and the concept that, you know, we're drilling oil, we're taking from Mother Earth. You know, they use, they use terminology that, that fucks with your heart. Excuse my language. They, they, they pull on your mm-hmm. heartstrings. You know, mm-hmm. and then we get all like, yeah, 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 we need to stop digging into the earth. As if people uh, are not they they the covered with oil and washing them with dawn. Yeah. So what have you done in this world that you know that hasn't involved patrolling? Thomas just gave y'all so many examples. You should be thinking to yourself, hell, if we didn't have oil, I, my life would be miserable right now. You wouldn't have a car because gasoline was produced off crude oil. It was a byproduct discovered by uh, John D. Rockefeller and his scientists that he was working with. They didn't know what the hell it was. They figured it figured out what they could do with it. That's where Henry Ford got his push from. Henry Ford would have never been successful if it wasn't for John D. Rockefeller coming up with gasoline. So there's the storyline behind that one. Um, you talk about um, Tesla. Tesla is out the game. 
I'm gonna tell you why they out the game. They did. They they see when information gets censored, we never get a chance to know what's really going on. Apple had been working on a, a hovering car for the last ten years, whether y'all know this or not. They mastered it. They actually got Volkswagen to get on board to create the the body, and they're going to create all the you know software and hardware for the internal portion. This is not a car that's going to be on wheels. This is literally a hovering car. Now, I'm going to go back to my gold medals that I talked about. What do y'all think is going to be in that hovering car as far as wiring components? What type of metal do you think going to be used? Is it copper? I'm banking on it. What do you think, Thomas? It's going to be all types of precious metals in that one, brother. <laughs> but it ain't going to be a lot of gold or silver, even if they use a little bit. It ain't going to be more than copper. See, that's what you learn if you get to study in electronics and electrical. There is no metal more sought after or used than copper. Do copper uh, ground, ground things? Is it a grounding to copper? Copper is a conductor that's, of electricity. It's a conductor. It's, highest, okay, it's a conductor. Yeah, okay. it's a conductor. And it's the highest level of conduction that you can get. The tolerance rate if you the tolerance means the resistance or how much the wire can take, okay? The tolerance rate on uh copper is five to ten percent. The tolerance rate on silver and, and gold is less than five percent. It wouldn't even work under high pressures. It would melt down so quick that your functionality of your components or your hardware just wouldn't even stand up. So this is why I keep telling people Many of us are still just regurgitating information. You know, I'm not saying that disrespectfully. I'm saying that I know it's regurgitated information because if you've ever dealt in electronics, I'm sitting in front of my studio. I got all kind of electronics, and I can crack them open right now, and every one of them have copper from the beginning to the end. You might have some nickel, solder. You might have a little bit of silver here and there, but you ain't got no gold in there. I want somebody to show me that Now, one that did have gold, maybe we missed out on that one, we could have got rich off of if he was paying attention, was remember they started going after the catalytic converters of people's oh, yeah. cars? Yeah. Y'all remember yeah. that? I you know remember that. Mining yeah. They were mining it because of the gold that was used to create the mesh mesh uh, sheets inside of the catalytic converter. My brother sells cars. That's how I found out because he was – getting at me on a regular about getting catalytic converters out of cars, uh, you know, for people's cars that we was buying. Okay. So that's when I got hit to it about two, three years ago that, you know, damn, I didn't even, you know, I wasn't aware that they was making, go, you know, metal mesh, I mean, mesh sheets for catalytic converters out of gold, you know. But that that's about the most use you're going to get out of gold. And I'll even say this, the face value of copper says one penny, right, one cent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I can guarantee you right now, the, any penny produced after 1981 ain't nothing but galvanized metal. And I'll tell you what that is. You, you, you know them uh, chain link fences, the old school metal chain link fences? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the metal that they're using for your pennies, and they color mm-hmm. it, or they gal- or they call it electroplating. So they basically mm-hmm. electroplate the metal with a little bit of copper, so little that if, if 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 the price of a penny was supposed to weigh, uh, since Thomas brought all that up, 
if the price of a penny is supposed to weigh one gram, let's just say since it's one penny, well, <laughs> you don't even have copper in there, so it ain't even one gram of a penny or copper in there no more. You got one gram of, of some junk metal. That's what they call it if you go to the scrap yards. Mm-hmm. I've been mm-hmm. down there. And, so I know, and you can feel the difference. You can feel the difference. It's yeah, the old penny and the newer. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the old pennies are heavier. The new pennies are much, much, they so light, they feel like some damn coins that you can get out of some of them Monopoly games. And I'm being honest. Mm-hmm. So, and Tommy, yeah. also, uh, I wanted to say this based on some of your, your reading, too. Investors, they only seek anything. They only seek investments that's going to give them 10 times the value. So the reason why I brought that up is that's exactly what Bitcoin is. Bitcoin is 18000 Gold is only 1800 maybe 2200 depending on who you're buying it from. Y'all want to talk to me again about the value of what a copper is <laughs> or a penny is? <laughs> thing y'all call gold? Because somebody is believing in copper so much that they put $18,000 worth of valuation on it. Mm. And I'll share it again since mm. we had this conversation before. Every millionaire, wealthy person that I've talked to and read about, they all back their portfolios with copper. Why do y'all think copper hmm. is being sensitive conversation? You don't even hear about it, as if it don't even exist, but you use it every day when you flip on your lights in your house, when you turn the ignition on your car. Pull the wires out and tell me what you see. Copper wires, huh? Copper wires. Petroleum, as as Thomas said, is a utility. That's why it threatens anything that. What you gonna do with gold, y'all? I keep asking y'all that. What What are you doing with it? Are you going to the stores buying things? Are you buying cars? Matter of fact, when you even go do a loan, does do they ever ask you if you got gold in your portfolio or collateral or anything? Have you ever even asked, been asked that question? No. Mm-mm. I haven't, and I've been denied on a lot of credit applications, so, <laughs> and I ain't ever talked about that. I'm like, if that's the case, I would have just got a bunch of gold, you know what I'm saying, to back that up. Right. Gold ain't going right. y'all keep talking and that's all I got to say about that going forward. But Apple's getting ready to drop a hovering car, y'all, in 2020, uh, 2023. Be prepared. They already got it mastered. Tesla wow. has already shown that put their tail between their legs on it because they wasn't thinking about that. The cars are now hmm. made. Are they got a out. Tesla got a Tesla over it. He's <laughs> got car users that they enjoy. Oh, you're breaking up. Oh, I'm you didn't hear what you said. No, I was saying Tesla has a covering car too. It uses the thrusters on their space machine. And the wheels would lift up, and the thrusters come down, and it pushes the car up into the sky. I'll send you pictures of it, man. Please do. Apple's car yeah. is 100% hovering. See, that's the difference. It's 100% hovering. It, it has no wheels. So when you park, your car is just suspended in air. That's something I would look at. You know, hey, look, I'm a jet right. type of guy. <laughs> so I'm just going to tell you all now. If they come out, I'm going to be trying to buy one because that's what I'm about. I love the concept of electric and, and humans. Why do I say that? Well, because 
or invest in it. Well, not only that, what, what can you show me in time that humans and machines ain't never been one? You know, a lot of us, you know, probably, you know, big fans of the Transformers, if you ever really listen to the storyline of Transformers, Optimus Prime was actually telling, uh, I forget the little kid's name, I'm just calling Billy, but um, he was actually letting him know that, hey, man, from day, from day one, man and machine has been one. So when you say reset, I want to ask y'all a question. Like a video game, if you reset, what happens? It goes back. Go back to zero. zero. Go back to one. Right. So if we resetting and we bringing in all this electrical, what does exactly. that tell y'all what mm-hmm. they're doing? Yeah, every this time they have a reset, reset, they start the the monetary system all over again. Yep. So if they resetting back to the beginning then obviously that's a clue to you that we've been doing this already, and I can prove that. many. I got much stuff, and, you know, I've told people before, when you're looking at those Egyptian pictures and Europeans holding those scepters and those globe balls or those uh, onks, now I learned in electronical uh, teaching the onk is nothing more than a mathematical equation. It ain't even the stuff that people out here running around talking about. I don't mean to bust nobody's bubble, but I'm saying just go do your research on it and you'll find out. The the, the onk is a math equation, like Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. But where do you think they might have got that from? Probably from the onk. You can find mathematical equations for, for voltage, currency, amperage, all that built inside of the onk. Now that's knowledge that if you want to challenge me on it, go do you go go do a little bit of research and it won't take you hard long to find it. The circle has a mathematical equation. The horizontal line has a mathematical equation. The vertical line has a mathematical equation. Those are three parts of the arc. Do you do your homework and you'll find out what I'm talking about. But Thomas also said, um, uh. The mining. See, this is something that's important too. I shared in the audience uh, with with some of the families that I talked with offline and text messages and stuff. That um, recently, me and Thomas talked about this. A guy over in Australia house caught on fire because he was mining Bitcoin. Well, he had so many of them things, but he was irresponsible. He didn't have a correct cooling system to cool off the, the CPUs, so the things went up in fire. Went up in flames, burned down his whole house, and he ended up burned up too. Now, how much power does it take to set a computer on fire? There was a whole lot of overamping going on there. Okay, so what Thomas is talking about, they're looking at how the next wave of doing things. We have low voltage, less, very little force, because that's what voltage means. Voltage just means force, weight, or whatever. Okay. How much weight can we eliminate from to to use to to mine Bitcoin? Well, somebody figured it out. Many of people figured it out. Now they are entering into the sustainable Green New Deal. And to be quite honest, I think many of us actually are okay with it anyway. Because I just told you, I'm okay with a a car coming up. You know, hey, Uber pulls up one day. Ain't nobody driving me because I got that type of personality. I'd love to be chauffeured around. What if your car could get up and just drive you around? 
I'm not really opposed to that. The car will fuel itself. And let's say it's an Uber. You, you need a ride from Uber. Not only does the car come pick you up, it fuels itself. It char- you don't even have to pull out your phone, no cash, and nothing. It charges the fare. It goes and it, it, it pays its own insurance. <laughs> it, it, gets, it takes itself to the repair shop. You ain't got to be bothered with the oil change. How many, how many of y'all even do routine oil changes? So in effect, well the now, now the new cars you don't have to do it as much as you did with the older cars. And that's my point. The car is becoming totally autonomous. It need, it doesn't mm-hmm. need your energy. You see what I'm saying? That's what we're trying to tell y'all. You shouldn't be okay. afraid of that. You start looking at it for what it is. You see what I'm saying? Now, why is all this important to talk about? Because I don't want to leave out the fact this only takes place in a very microcosm. Okay, meaning wherever the, the, the infrastructure is being built, that's the environment, or in this case, the realm that these things operate in. If they go outside of that geofence or that, you know, infrastructure, they don't exist. Mm-hmm. So if you ain't into space ages and Elroy Jetson and stuff like that, you don't have to participate. You can move into the rural environment and do your thing. And you still can participate with the electric dollar on your turf. You can stay sovereign if that's what you want to do. That's what I'm saying. Right, right. Okay. Uh, Over the last couple of days, Thomas sent me an article about DoorDash. Thomas, what did DoorDash start out that day and go up to in the same day? It doubled its yeah, it, it dropped up high. It started off at eighty, I think eighty, and then when I looked at it, it was up to one sixty. And I said, "Whoa, mm. man!" Because they don't so y'all... sell nothing, you know. Like, <laughs> like you have, <laughs> you don't sell anything. So how come you have a? Oh, okay. No, I'm just ad libbing. I'm just ad libbing. You rapping and I'm ad libbing. Go ahead. <laughs> but you know, what? the car doesn't mm-hmm. need your your attention no more after this year. That's really what I'm saying to you. Guess what? Mm-hmm. Else? You know, you get Uber. See, all this stuff ties into what we're talking about tonight, whether y'all think so or not. <clears throat> Uber doesn't own no cars. Yet they are the number one taxi service in the country. How is that possible, y'all? Through through the electricity, through the amps, the apps. Definitely through the electricity and the apps. I agree with you there. Mm. And one thing I'll tell y'all a story. I, I don't want to put too much information out there, but one of my best. Wait, wait, wait. Well, what Beth said was important because yeah, the product that they sell is when you hit yeah, pick me up. That's a product. Now that product yeah. counts like counts like if you were selling um, a refrigerator, you know. So when you add all those products up at the end of the year, more stuff was bought just by saying, "Yeah, pick me up" or "Send me that food." Then it was actually people that made the food. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, that's where we are. And, and, and to add to that, you know, I was going to say with the Uber thing, one of my friends drives for Uber. He got rear-ended by somebody. And uh, make a long story short, he went to put in a claim. Uber told him, hey, man, basically you're on your own. What? So if you get an accident in the Uber, they're not responsible for it? <laughs> this is, I'm trying to tell y'all, 
it's going to be a beautiful world or right along with some other things going along to, with it, too. So you got to be on your P's and Q's with what's going on. Remember, we talked about the gig economy. Thomas brought that up in one of our shows, you know, in the earlier days. The gig, that's what the Uber is all about. How do I make it possible to run a business, create all this, and I don't have to use much energy? See, that's what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I can create an app on the blockchain, and I can advertise to people. If you want to just use your car to run around, pick up people close by you or whatever, we can want to take them somewhere, you can make a lot of money. That's very attractive. It is. But obviously they fail to read the fine print. If you get in an accident or something like that, you're not a, you're not really our client. I mean, our you're not my employee. I don't have to do anything for you. Wow. So that's now another another huge part of this gig economy. I, I they keep coming up on my YouTube feeds, and I get it's three of them. It's uh, one called Casper, the other one's called Purple, and the other one's called Nectar. And they sell mattresses. And, you know, you, you buy the mattress, you know, it comes in a box. You know, you bring it out the box, and when you cut it out the plastic, it, the foam opens up into this right. plush, you know, yeah. mattress, right? And this right. is all this transaction. I was going to buy one. I said, these people are crazy. They want $2,000 for this? You know what I'm saying? But mm. all of this, Sleepies is out of business. You know, you can't go to Sleepies anymore and get a mattress like the whole economy is going electric. These these mattresses are cut. The foam is cut by some machine. It cuts it to the perfect precision and pushes it down the line, and then it puts it in plastic, and it compresses it, and then they put it in a yeah. box, and they ship it to you. And if you, a human yeah. wasn't needed in the process, you know? Yeah. Now, the human is needed as far as... Um, Delivering, you know, break taking it from the truck to the, to the house. I had, I had one of those. Them things is heavy. The guy had to bring it in. Uh, they they heavy. I, and I bought one too, Auntie Bev. And I know you're right. Okay. I had to roll mine up like a burrito, so you, we yeah. can carry it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Them things, them things are heavy. I'm serious. Mm-hmm. But you know. Um, Another thing we could think about what Thomas was talking about, like the uh, blockchain having a security that you can't go in and change it. If it's okay with Thomas, I'm going to give the more legal term. It's saying blockchain is immutable, okay? Here's what I would say to all of y'all. Forget Bitcoin. Think about blockchain. That's really where you should put your focus. Bitcoin is just another uh, protocol built on top of blockchain. And it's immutable, meaning you cannot go in there and change anything. And if you try to, it creates a break in the chain, like a chain link, and everything stops. Mm-hmm. Now, many of people have tried it. Now, many of people will try to come out here and say, well, what about some people that got scammed by this and that? Woochie woo. It's like they got scammed, but they didn't get scammed by blockchain or even the, the coin issuer. They didn't get scammed by the blockchain, you know, you got a bunch of people that will go out and do something like this. <clears throat> I got I got $20,000. I'm going to go buy $20,000 worth of XRP. I'm going to set myself up as an exchange, and I'm going to sell cryptocurrency to people, and I'm going to mark it up. 
And because I might actually be a centralized trader, meaning <clears throat> I'm a tr- I really trade on the New York Stock Exchange, but I see some some real benefits over here in the crypto environment. So what they do is go buy up a bunch of this stuff at wholesale, take it back over to centralized exchange. I'll give you some examples of centralized exchange. Coinbase. Any of y'all got Coinbase? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some paperwork. Okay. Are they going to send me some paperwork? Yeah. You may not open it, okay. but I'm just saying they're going to send it to you. Okay. You're not a trader, so I know you're not going to see nothing. No. But they're just going to be informing you. Yeah, you start profiting and interest off this and whatever we can do. Well, you can't blame the IRS. You got to look at Coinbase. Why did Coinbase mm-hmm. decide to adopt the KYC uh, protocol, which is the Know Your Client? See, that's when you, and when you did Coinbase, you had to show your ID, probably had to take a photograph and everything else. Didn't you right, right, right. See, I, yeah, what I'm talking yeah. about in donut. Okay. Yeah. So I'm trying to tell the family, stop listening to these people talking about don't get into coin. I mean, you get in cryptocurrency. They don't know what the hell they're talking about. Yeah, a lot of what you're talking about, brother, is similar. And that's why I say, man, it's a pure capitalistic coin because you could buy up that much if you got the money for it. You know what I'm saying? It's similar like I was um, trying to get a PlayStation for my son. And they had these bots come and buy up all of them the same day it came out. So you couldn't buy it. And this thing has been off the market for two, three months. And it's all these bots. Now when you go online to see it, they're reselling it for four times the price. It's $2,000 for a $400 game now. It's like, whoa. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah, that's what they're going to be doing. They can't do that to the crypto. You know what I'm saying? That To that extent. But some of these exchanges do mark up the price. And then what you're saying, just so I can put more emphasis on it, if I buy coins, I, I effectively become a bank. So if I want to sell my coins back out, there ain't no room to how much I can sell them for. Mm-hmm. That's the whole beauty in blockchain. You see what I'm saying? Uh, so if Coinbase or Gemini, because I got a Gemini account, I got token. I know that they're all about the FinCEN regulations or the SEC. I know that. But I have no interest in trading on those platforms. I just buy it, hold it, and when it does something I want it to do, I swap it out into a coin or something that I really like. So this is what we're going to have to learn, family. That's what I'm saying. We're going to have to learn. Here's what they're really telling y'all with the banking for for all acts. At one point in time, you used to be our children, our dependents. We don't have the money to, the, to, to take care of you anymore. So we're going to let you go. Now, if you want to stay, you can, but you still got to do these rules that we do over here. Now, if you want to go off and be a grown man or a grown woman, you got the blockchain now. You're going to have to decide. And ain't ain't, ain't, there, ain't that what Myron Rice is talking about? Are you a child yep. or are you a major? Are you a minor or a major? Ain't that what he's talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And, that's, cool. how they, and you, that's how they got it set up. That's how they got the laws and stuff set up. Yeah. This is your time to take control. If you say you're really a man or a woman, we're we going to find out because we're going to let you have mm-hmm. We're going to get out the way and let you just handle your affairs the way you said you yep. would if you were con- yep. con- you know, control over it. So right. those people telling you not to invest in it, those are obviously people who don't want to handle their own affairs. That's how I look at it. Mm-hmm. Now, we, uh, uh, 
Um, I want we down to our last hour, and I want to kind of let the people in, but we need to do this again to kind of get people understanding because you're breaking it down to people starting to really understand this and looking at, at this. So, you know, I'm we got to kind of edu- educate the, them in this. So let me open up this line and see what do they have a question. Uh, 732-215. Seven three two. Thank you, and ha- yes, thank you so much. And how's everyone? Thank you. Um, the question, the the question I have is, I know you said you you buy Bitcoin coins or cryptocurrency, but have you or anyone that you know? I know you mentioned younger Caucasian people have brought has they brought it, and they got rich off of it. But do you know of anyone? Or yourself, has anyone gotten rich off of it? Okay, I'm going to say it this way. I'm not looking to find out if people got rich. <clears throat> See, to me, that's that's people looking for casinos and <clears throat> quick get-rich schemes. Okay, that's not what the blockchain is going to do that anyway on its own. Here's what the blockchain, I mean, here's what it, this stuff is really about. It's saying you have acquired assets. That's something entirely different from if I got a million dollars, because in the blockchain, let's say, for example, you own 2,000 XRP, and somebody needs to move $10 million, and they they grab up about 10 of y'all with XRP and say, hey, guys, can we hold on to your XRP for collaboration so we can send off this $10 million? And guess what? We'll pay you 16% on your, your, your donation to, to collateralize this deal. Now, the beauty in that is, you don't have to give up your tokens. So if anybody tell you to give up your tokens to be a part of the liquidity pool, it's a scam. Okay? Um, you are able to hold your tokens in custody or in your wallet. That's what they call it. Okay? All the people are doing is taking a snapshot of this ledger, your blockchain address, that you actually have that amount of asset that you're putting up or more. And then a combine this in a pool of people like all of us on the phone, and they go to somebody like IBM and say, hey, man, I can collateralize your payment to China. So here's what that really means. I call up Bev and say, Bev, Thomas wants $20,000. I got it. But I, I, it's going to take me a week to get over there. You, you, you only have the distance from him. Can I get you to go take him that $10,000 or $20,000? And she say, okay, I got it, but you know what? I need gas money, I need room and boarding, and on top of that, I got to pay my bills. So they'll say, look, I need you to pay me $100. Okay, cool. She runs the money over there. They they confirm the money. Bev gets back home. She confirms to us that it's done. My money is already there waiting on her before she got back. Everybody's happy we all got a percentage out of the deal, particularly the person in the middle, which is Bev. Did you say pay China? Where's the Bitcoin? Where ha- where where was it originated from? Uh, people got so many stories. You got the story of uh, Satoshi Nakamoto. I don't care about them stories because in reality, blockchain is a mathematical equation. If you can do math, you can understand blockchain. Uh, let me um, say, the sister asked, can you get rich? Well, I wouldn't 
If I had some, I don't have any Bitcoin. But I didn't just I ask it. He said there well, were young Caucasian men that got rich. So that's what I was wondering. Was there anyone they call that he those, knows? Those call, they call those people whales. Um, whales. Mm-hmm. Um, if you look up Bitcoin whales. But they were where they were people who believed in this coin when no one else believed in it. And they spent up all their electricity mining it. And they had so many of it. And then when it finally took off in price, they they became rich, like, oh, I'm rich. Uh, and they run a whole bunch of these monetary exchanges where they sell their coins and, um, the, you know, they, they have a lot of power within the pricing of the Bitcoin as far as um, resale and stuff like that. Um, but uh, as far as, like, just making money off of it, we did a show on this a few months back, and we had a brother who's a banker with us, and he just talked about, just purchasing not Bitcoin but other cryptos, uh, XRP, Ethereum, and how he was able to buy a um, brand new car and get his house remodeled by cashing in on some of the the money he made off of the crypto. So, um, and it's real easy to do if you think about it. If you put a thousand dollars into something that's a penny each, it doesn't matter how many you buy. You just put a thousand, and it goes up to two cents. You just made two thousand. You know, <laughs> so. You know, so that's how it kind of works. But can I wanna, you see? I can clarify. you see it, or do you ever get to hold it, or how do you use oh, you it? Can, you can, you can, you can transfer You're not gonna it to hold your it. bank account. You can transfer no, no, it to your yeah, bank you account. Converted it to fiat currency. Let huh? me correct that. Yes, yes, you can hold it, and that's what this. What I'm getting ready to get into with my partner. The wallet. They have. Well, not only the wallet. They have a protocol okay. out there called, called AMP. Okay, AMP is just one of the many I'm about to speak of. AMP allows you to do just what she's asking. You receive it in cryptocurrency. Let's say she wants to go to a shop, uh, a, 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 a clothing department, retail. It doesn't matter, Macy's, whoever. They'll take it right then and there, and it converts into cash for them. But let's say she wants cash. She can go right to so the So it's bank. like a gold certificate? I guess that's a good way of saying it, yeah. You can redeem it at any given time you want to. You don't have to spend it in crypto environment. You can pull it out into fiat. And you can do, like I said, AMP. Flex a coin, since y'all got me talking. Flex a coin, or Flexa, is the company that produced AMP tokens. And AMP right now, if y'all want to get rich, I'm going to tell you now, I did my homework on AMP. Go buy you some AMP. Right now, the coin is selling at a fraction or point six fraction of a penny. I spent fifty dollars and I got eight thousand coins. Okay, what so is this thing AMP? Like AMP like amplifier. Okay, okay. <clears throat> like Thomas just told you, and I'll give you proof since you asked me if I made some money on it. But I want to address yes, the part of, about white people. I didn't say white people getting rich off this. If there's a lot more black people getting rich off this, just ain't telling you. Mm-hmm. Because they tried to tell you, and many of us have shunned them away and pushed them away, so they just said, okay, cool. You know where you can find a lot of black people at? In Forex. Have you heard of Forex? No, I haven't. Yeah, I have. Forex is foreign exchange, but you can find so many black kids on Forex making a ton of money that, matter. I'll give you a story. I hope my, hopefully my friend from Atlanta is listening. He, he's a home inspector in, a, in Atlanta. He said he went. He got called to do an inspection on a house, mansion. He pulls up. The guy that pulls up with his girlfriend, he said, man, 
the girl looked like he might have spent about 50 grand on her. And he ain't talking about, like, just cosmetic. He's talking about body parts, booty, titties, oh. mm-hmm. everything. Uh, this guy rose up in a, 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 a I'm going to just say, a, a, a luxurious foreign vehicle. He said he couldn't resist himself asking him, hey, man, what, what, are you, what do you do? You a rapper or something? <laughs> that's what he said. That's, he yeah, asked the guy. If he that's the rapper. first thing. <laughs> <laughs> he, told the guy, he said the guy responded by saying, no, man, I trade cryptocurrency. He had heard and me I talking think, about the no, I was going to say, I think once the rappers start rapping about this, you're going to see black kids take to this stuff like crazy. They're going to figure it out. But it has to be cool. Right now, you still got no. rappers holding money up to it's their ear in videos. And uh, by them holding their money up to their ears in videos and talking about how much paper they got, they're not talking about Bitcoin. They're not talking about uh, XRP. They're not talking about that. And once a rapper shows their digital wallet in a video and people see how much money's in it, then all these young kids are going to gravitate to this. Uh, and the, if you see what's happening, I was trying to explain this earlier, the um, new currency system, the new monetary system, they're killing the petroleum, the petroleum-based system, the credit card, that was a debt-based system. You understand? Mm-hmm. It wasn't no, you know, that this isn't a debt-based system. This is an actual asset. This Bitcoin, even though it doesn't physically, tangibly exist, but the whole world is built off of this digital, this it, digital world. It, so it exists it, in the digital space, and that's where the new world is going. So it has an actual value based off of the amount of electricity and the money it costs to produce it, and that's what makes it so valuable. Uh, and it's going to be more valuable because more things are going to be made that's going to be powered off of electricity, and electricity is going to be such a high-priced commodity, such the most valuable commodity, that this Bitcoin is going to be like having a nugget of gold. You know, well, that, let me that's how this. it's going to be. Let me share this. I'll well, give her one. Go ahead. Since you ask about do I know anybody person, I, I'm not going to put this person out, but I'll tell you this. They came from my own loins. If you can pick up what I'm saying, okay? I, I'm not going to put them out there because their safety could be on the line, okay? Mm-hmm. Thank right. you. Mm-hmm. Person invested $5,000 in XRP. When they had that bull run that just happened, when they, yeah. that person bought, well, they bought it at $0.22. Cent. <clears throat> that person, I ain't got to say it, I ain't got to question that they did it because that person, like I just told you, came from my loins. Show me. Mm-hmm. This is mm-hmm. what they went from, and five thousand dollars went to thirty thousand dollars just from that bull run. And now, and, which also, one was be, and it can be, and it could be changed over <clears throat> to fiat because it could go right to your bank account in a second. Yes, it can. Yes, really? Can. And that's, and that's I, yeah. the beauty in blockchain because if I do an order with you, it happens in seconds. Versus if you go to the New York Stock Exchange. And do a, 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 now, a lot of people that got mutual funds and 401Ks will back me on this. If you ever cash out a 401K, which I have, they don't cut you a check until the end of the stock market day. So let's say your 401K is worth fifty grand the day you tell them you want a check. By 5 o'clock, when the New York Stock Exchange closes, 
if the market that your mutual funds or your 401k is invested in goes down, let's say it loses twenty thousand, you get a check for twenty. You get a check for thirty thousand. You don't get the fifty thousand. Okay, so if that goes right into my account, right, I can go mm-hmm. and take it out. Yes, yeah. ma'am. You can convert right into fiat. Yes, you can. And and okay. and a second. And it go right in there, right it's there. That's, that that's what we're saying. Be by the so, Bev, you've right. done this too? Yes. I'm speaking from experience. Mm-hmm. Well, and I was, sent, I, was, I was sent some money through um, Cash App. You, the person converted crypto, and it, when it came to my account, it was, it was $40 cash. You know, I went to the bank and pulled off two twenties. Have you ever had an Apple Watch mail? Do you have one of those? A what? Uh, Apple Wallet. On do you have what kind of phone you got? You got Apple or Android? I have a regular landline, but I have an iPad with a phone okay. number on, but I never really use it at all. Okay, use your. As iPad. a matter of fact, they locked me out. When you get a chance, get your iPad. Go to the Apple Store and download their wallet. Okay. The Apple Wallet is a blockchain wallet. You can convert and spend money off the wallet, or, if, or go to an ATM. I've had. I've had people on this phone call, if they're willing to back me up and push number one, they'll tell you they sent me money from their Apple Wallet to my Apple Wallet. I went and put it in my bank, and I went and pulled it right out. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I'm saying this is real stuff here. This is not, but what we're trying to get you to understand is you're the governance of this, this money. You get to dictate where you want it to go, how you want it to go, but the number one real asset, and see, I realize they played a trick on us with that word asset. It really probably should be saying your asses, okay, are worth a lot of money. Us, the people, the data, the information, the content. And I'll share this with you. I had one of my IT people that's on this phone line right now. I'm not going to call out his name. He did an analytics on at Bev's show. Bev had 2.1 million people. Eating. Did you know that, Bev? In the month last I year, had what? I mean, last month, I 2.1 I million what? people. 2.1 million. Okay. 2.1 oh, okay. million, y'all. You need to let that register. That was 2.1 million views on the Truth to Power show. Oh, wow. It's probably more than that so, now because people can't even get in on the lines now. So that's your blockchain, so we, that's, your, that's your crypto okay. environment. We, she's okay. all into the con, she's a content um, developer and creator. All this stuff is what you're asking me. How do we convert this stuff into cash? And I'm hoping mm-hmm. I'm doing the job showing you that if you go put your content into a coin, let's say you're a teacher and you get onto a coin called Keeper. I'm gonna give y'all. I'm I'm, I'm gonna share with y'all some ones you can make some money on. Let's say you're a teacher and specialize in English, and they got a project going on on Keeper, and they need somebody to give them information so they can build an application on top of blockchain that caters to educators. Well, what you can do having a Keeper, they'll put out a, 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 a open request. Hey, we need a, a, a English major. You say, okay, I'm an English major. You put your you put your your coin up. They say to you, okay, we're going to – it's almost like they're doing a match.com on you, okay? 
We're going to match you with the right persons or developers to utilize your education, your skills, to build this app. They pay you for that, as you should be. And you become part of Go ahead, because I'm going to open this other line up, too. Go ahead, finish your thought. You become what they call, what you know for the Federal Reserve, the Federal Reserve calls it the Board of Governors. But in the crypto environment, you become the validators, which are the governors. See, your power is that you can tell the the coin of choice since you hold some, I don't like the direction y'all going. So I'm a, my vote, I vote no. And they have to respect you. Is there a fee when I want to tra- when I would transfer that into currency? Would they charge me a fee? Very they take it out of the bank. Very, well, very little fee. fee. They call it a gas fee. So let's say you're moving five hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. They might charge you twenty nine cents. Can you handle that? Mm-hmm. Oh, twenty nine cents. Right. <laughs> and you don't have to pay the fee if you don't take. Yes. And you don't have to pay the fee if you don't take the money off right away. If you leave right. it in the wallet for like two days, the fee's clear. It's just like the big. Oh, something like bonds, huh? Yeah, like mm-hmm. if you need the money right away, then you might have to pay a little fifty cent, twenty cent fee. But if you if you don't need it right away, you know they you know you can hold it in your wallet without pulling it up into your cash. Then it'll just clear the fee. I thank you both so much. I understand it very much, not very much good well right now, but but a lot better than I did before. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for calling in. Keep listening because I'm going to reveal some of the exchanges that you want to be able to go on that are centralized so you can pull certain assets out there because they're such a utilized coin that they have so much power in them that the Gemini, they, I don't know if y'all remember, Gemini is owned by the uh, Van Winkle brothers. You know who that is, right, Thomas? Who was that? they the ones that actually created Facebook that was fighting with Mark Zuckerberg. Remember that? Oh, they was the original owners. They the original got, people. Okay, okay. They wow. Gemini, and they sell some of the most premium coins that, or tokens that you can think of. They don't even play around with none of that junk that gets people scammed out of. You see what I'm saying? So they're a good place to go look at coins, at least to say, if I want to buy this on a decentralized exchange, at least I know which coins have real power. So she asked me about money. I ain't even messed with my money on Gemini. I bought about $150 worth of coins on Gemini. I made $5 not doing nothing. I ain't do a damn thing. Yeah. I just purchased it and sit there. Now, if I was to be active, yeah. trade it, swap it, put it up for a liquidity pool, which is what you'll find out about Ethereum. Ethereum is great. People need to read on Ethereum. If I was to put it into an Ethereum pool contract, that 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 little hundred fifty dollars I just told you probably would turn into about two three hundred dollars by the end by the end of the that or the end of the week easily, just because I allowed them to. Use to collectively crowdfund my, my tokens with a bunch of other people I don't know who they are, don't care who they are. So they could just complete a transaction. But, you know, the beauty in it is you get to hold your tokens. They don't leave your custody. They stay in your wallet. 
They simply mm-hmm. just use a ledger to say the people that are backing this actually has the money in reserve. That's all they're doing. So that's just like when you go to buy a house, they, you know, the the lender will put a letter saying, yeah, this person can afford to get this X amount of uh, this house for this X amount of price. Yeah. And you know what's getting ready to happen? Go ahead. Uh I know you want to shout other people. Go ahead. Go ahead. Let them in. Okay. Uh, (laughs) All right. 336 456. 336. Hey, what's going on? What's going on, Thomas Tutmos? Better love. Better love. Yeah, I'm in the crypt. Since Thomas and Tutmos turned me on back in probably about July, I've been (laughs) on this crypto. Crypto roller coaster, man. I done lost money. I done made money. But just to tell the the lady that called that you have to, before you get into these coins, you got to learn about them and know what they do because they go down and they come up. So you, they they tell you the good side, but it's still a, a reverse side that these shits go down too. So the thing about this, if you want to make money in cryptocurrency. The number one way you make money in this is patience. So mm-hmm. when it go down, let it come up. Don't pull it out. Yeah. Don't mess with it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because yeah. once yeah. you start pulling it out, when it go down, you lose your position, meaning you lose your value. So if you pull out mm-hmm. and you try to back back in, you lost your money. and You're not going to catch it back at the value that it was at at that time. So this, this, this whole game, it's patience, finding good coins with good users, you know what I'm saying, with basically great future value. But the most important thing is have mm-hmm. patience, you know what I'm saying, because if you don't have no patience, you're going to lose a ton of money in this because this, this whole thing is ran off algorithms and it's dealt with human psychology, meaning it knows when a person, how, how long people pretty much going to tolerate a coin going down before they pull out and then they go up on you. You know what I'm saying? So it's a lot. Remember this, that not even in the reset yet. We haven't even hit the point where this stuff is going to blow up yet. So hold on. Right. To that it ha- right. It has no utilization rate you're, right now. So you're, you're, you're right now. We're right now. And, brother, you said L.A. I mean, Tutmos and Thomas. Thomas is both Tutmos and Thomas. Oh, okay. <laughs> Okay. I'm That's not saying All right, all right. <laughs> no bad. No, no bad. I just I was like Thomas probably was like, okay, I'm both of them. But uh, what you saying, I like because I've heard you before come on this come on this show and tell us that you, you took some of the information we was talking about, you went and you I like to hear real live examples of what we're talking about because he's telling y'all the truth. If you go in there and start switching your coins in and out, you lose position, you lose value on your asset, and guess what else you look like? You look fickle. Don't nobody want to deal right. with a fickle person, okay? So understand that these are real people still on the other side of the computer that is watching this stuff in real time. That's what right. the whole blockchain scan is about. You can go online and look at this activity. Am I telling the truth, brother? You can see, if you went and right. bought XRP right now, you can go look at the moment you bought it and what it's doing after that. Right. So I, I currently got it, some XRP. I currently got XRP because they just recently had the uh, the flat token giveaway tonight. 
So we're waiting on basically the exchanges where they said they're not going to give out the coins to probably issue the coins to maybe next I'm year good. because I'm they didn't want it to basically depreciate and everybody just dumped the coins that they gave them on the free airdrop. But the airdrop is something that they're going to be – that's how you're going to get your stimulus package money no. and they're just going to drop it and your stable coins and all this. Y'all people got to understand this is the future. You know what I'm saying? So y'all need to get with it now. Research. Come come, come to L.A. and Thomas. If if they allow me to come on every week or whatever, I come and give y'all the picks and the coins that y'all need. That's the future coins that's going to have great value in the future, just like just like we were just talking about. You was talking about yield farm and then staking your money. But yes, the, the, the most important thing, the thing that's going to make all the money in crypto it's called DeFinance. DeFi. I'm pretty sure yes, y'all sir. both know yes, about sir. DeFi. That's yes, that's sir. that's the that's that's where the big money is going to be made at. They're going to outperform the XRP, Bitcoin, and all that. So you, you just said DeFi? to y'all, yes, DeFi. DeFi. Well, hold on, DeFi. Man. Hold on. Here's what DeFi is. Don't even get so caught up on DeFi. I can name the okay. type of tokens that are into DeFi. Ethereum, first off the back. And if you go on the coin market, you'll see Ethereum is number two to Bitcoin. And Ethereum is getting ready to outpace Bitcoin because Bitcoin, as Tom pointed out to y'all earlier, is nothing more than a storage of value. They don't do spending. They hold the asset and allow it to be used to confirm that you have that type of money. Okay. So there's a difference in what Ethereum does, and I ain't going to go too deep because the brother got something to say. But you want to get into deep, deep, what DeFi means is decentralized financial tokens, okay? Okay. You want to find changes that do that. <clears throat> the, best, the best way to describe Ethereum is smart contracts. That's what that is. Right off the bat, yes. They're going to make sure all the money that they put up is collateral is confirmed before they go out and say, Bev, we'll give you a house loan. We got it covered. Everybody's on board. Go ahead and take the loan. When you start paying back, I, based on what I put in, so let's say I put in one Ethereum. Right now, one Ethereum is worth $500. If they tell you you're going to get 16, 16% back on your Ethereum, guess what they're doing to you? They're holding your ledger, not your token. Your ledger mm-hmm. long enough to make the transition happen. So if it takes two seconds or two years, once that transaction takes place and it's completed, and it can't be completed unless all the validators do the mathematics to say they did their part. She paid back the loan. These people held this in collateral. It's all automated, y'all. You got to keep that in mind. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When they when that computer recognizes that certain entries have been placed in, it releases your funds back to you. Well, not your funds. It releases your permission back to you, and you claim 16% on top of what you just did. Now, here's why I'm going to say this, and I bet this brother can tell you what I'm saying is true. I keep telling you all, go look at Fiat Leak right now, fiatleak.com. If you tell me what XRP or any coin that you choose to look at is doing in real time, and you tell me if this is a joke, these people are moving $5 to $500 million per second. 
using XRP. XRP ain't even the best token to deal with. It's just going to get you some quick money. Yeah. Right. And why and why XRP had went up in that in that that little run that it did is because they were using XRP to move money to Venezuela. You know what I'm saying? That's how they moved that money around. They, the on, government, the federal, the, federal, the federal Reserve moved money through this system, through them and XLM, through this system. Wow. So they actually, so it has utilization rate. They actually use it. That's why it spurs up at that moment where it went to almost 80, 90 cents, and then it came back down. Right. But that's because they were yeah. using it. That, that's why they were well, using it at that time. Well, actually, wow. XRP at one point hit $3.42. If you would have been paying yeah. attention, you caught that. Yeah. But here's what that yeah. person just laid out to y'all. Now, I want y'all to look this up. He put it out there because I was going to put it out. Uh, Hugo Chavez, mm-hmm. situation going down there with Maduro and Hugo Chavez, is mm-hmm. he used, by way of the FBI and the CIA, he used XRP and a couple other cryptocurrencies to pay for the Dominion thing that y'all talking about today. This is all wow. People don't know what's going that on. That cracking. Yes. They use the XRP. Uh, they use XRP and Bitcoin to produce what y'all seen go down in Venezuela. It's it's a uh, it's an article that's been sent. Go do your homework and go see what that brother's talking about. Venezuela okay. used yeah. XRP. Wow. To do voter fraud. Let, on the same way we're dealing with today. Let let me let me uh open this uh line up here. Because we're running out of time. Seven seven three eight nine five five seven seven three. Hey, better love. Can y'all hear me? Yes, better love. We What's up, you. Derek? What? Oh, wow. Okay, here here's <laughs> my spin. Peace. What's going on? What's going on? Here, here's my spin on it. I hear the yays from what y'all talking about tonight. And also, I hear the nays. I know the people who's giving the pushback. Both sides are valid. And the way I got my, I ain't going to tell them my business, but the way I got my stuff mm-hmm. set up now, I got it set up in a way if something happens, if I need cash, I can get it. So now, I don't have anything invested in the cryptocurrency or the Bitcoin, but after listening to y'all show tonight, I'm going to look into it. So this what I tell this what I this what I tell you to do, brother. If you invest in like say some Bitcoin XRP, you get what it's called. It got it's called it's called BitPay, and BitPay is like a debit card that you can spend your cryptocurrency on. So therefore, you could move it over and still have the utilization that you want to access your money. But it's just it's all about investing in the right coins that's not going to go down, that's not going to depreciate, which we know Bitcoin, XRP, Ethereum, they're going to go up over time. But right now, they're going kind of down a little bit, even though they're going to come up. So it just depends on how you're going to spend your money, when you're going to spend it, uh, whatever your situation is. But that's what a lot of people ask these questions of, well, how can I use it? You have to get like, you can go to, uh, like I said, BitPay, you can go to uh, Crypto.com. They got it where you can set up an account. Cracking, they got their banking system now where you can set up an account and you can you can spend your coins. 
So it, this is an alternative for people because we already know the dollar is about to be gone. So if you want your money to hold some value and increase in value, you need to be converting enough of it over. But like I told you, like I tell everybody, be mindful and get with the good coins and stick with them. Don't be trying to play around, pulling out, doing all, playing all these games because you're going to mess your money up. You can make money in this stuff, and you can lose it just as quick as you made it. So education, education on this stuff is very important. Don't let us tell you all the great things and it, and you lack in doing your education and your research and knowing what you're doing with this stuff because it's a double-edged sword. Let well, me, the greatest, like, let me right. Go ahead. Go ahead, Darren. I was just saying, just like the stock market and everything, because now going back to the actual physical coins and stuff, the precious metals, I'm still going to do some of that too. So it's like with me, I'm going to kind of like have my hands dipped in a little bit of everything. You know, which I don't think should hurt anybody. I'm not going to put all my my eggs in one basket when I'm trying no, to say. No, not supposed to. Exactly. You should. You should. Go ahead, Ben. Right. Open up the other line. We okay, go. let me open up. I thank Kwame here because we're getting short. Uh, we're going to have to finish this next week because this is interesting. Kwame, is this you? 706? Yes, hotel. Hey, hey Kwame, how you Yes, sir, we can. Hey, I'm grateful. <laughs> hey, Tutmos, all y'all. What's up, family? I, I got a question. Being an elder, and I'm retired, and I live on a pension, okay, but what I've got, I've, I've got three great-grands and two great two grandchildren just born. What I would like to do is just, you know, buy each one, a Bitcoin or, or, or take a few hundred dollars and put in in their name to say, so by the time they reach 18, that maturity would be able to walk them into any college they wanted to go to. Well, I would suggest you, I would suggest you buy them a, a Ethereum because it, it, in the next, next 10 years, Ethereum is going to be way more value. It's got more, way more growth than Bitcoin is going to have because the utilization rate because all the most of the crypto most of the crypto can't run without Ethereum. You know they, most of them is running through their blockchain. So Ethereum got way more upside than kind of any other coin far as the crypto and it's the most solid one. So if you want and it's cheap right now, Bitcoin you, you can't buy that. It's eighteen thousand, nineteen thousand. You can buy a portion of it, but I would have yeah, looking, about in each in, in Ethereum. Yeah, because I'm yeah, looking, I agree. Ethereum is like what five hundred and some change right now, something like that. Last time I checked. Okay, because I'm looking at uh, yeah. when he was saying with this this link, and I'm looking at the the whole thing that they got the American map and then they got all the prices of XR and the Bitcoin and all of that. But what I'm looking at is just trying to see how I can, over the year, for for next year, is for each Earth Day, I want to try to give one, each one of them a coin, or not a Bitcoin, but just invest in something that they can have their own code, and their mothers will have it, my grandson will have it, and they will well, be able to keep that and watch out for them until they got old enough to use it. Let me take so why don't you... 
I don't mean to cut y'all time. I just wanted to say this. Somebody had a lot of noise. Uh, Kwame. Somebody, yeah, somebody on the papers. Okay. Uh, the best thing you can do, I'm going to tell you right off the bat, and I've been telling everybody this. I'm telling everybody, please pay attention to what I'm saying. If you want your, hold your stuff in custody so that it can mature like a stock bond so you don't have to worry about somebody stealing it. When you buy these coins, they offer you the ability to capture your coins on a paper wallet, literally on paper, okay? They give you the address. They give you a private key. You print it out, and just like if you had a stock bond and you was holding that stock bond, you probably put it in a safe, wouldn't you? Right. Yeah. That's how important those paper wallets are, and they're the most safe, Way I don't care if nobody tell you they could tell you to go buy a hardware wallet which is Trezor and all those little computer they look like USB uh, 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 little things but they're, they're good because they let you access into your your account quicker but the safest way this is why I keep saying it, it this is what they're talking about with the Bank of All Act you want to be a man you want to be a woman take care of your own affairs here that's what that brother was just saying. <laughs> Get the plan around talking about, I don't like that XRP fell today. You want to go dip it out. Now, the beauty in that is, if you did decide you want to dip XRP, you have a protocol called Uniswap, okay? Uniswap will convert your XRP to any token you want or back to cash if you decide you want to cash out, okay? that's that. Uniswap is just one of many. That, that convert coins, but I'm saying Uniswap because that's what I'm invested in. I did my homework on it. So you'll get somebody like that that can convert your coins into fiat or, or other tokens if that's what you want. But the safest way, every one of these wallets and exchanges that offer wallets, they also offer paper wallet storage. Right. I got everyone's mind okay. on paper wallet, Okay. Right, and, uh, and uh, that's what I'm asking let me just, because, I mean, let me answer that a little bit. Of, um, I would say get into something that's inexpensive. Uh, if you want to pay, if you want to put $1,000 up each one of your grandkids, get into something like V-Chain that's a penny each. You know, you're going to have thousands of these tokens, right? If it goes up to a dollar each, that's $100,000, you know what I'm saying? Get into something that you do the research on and you think this is going to blow. This is has a this coin has a, um, a, a place in the new economy. And then that's the one you want to uh, put your money in. You don't want to invest in something that, well, you know, like $1,000 into Ethereum. You only could buy two. You know, this way you'll have thousands of coins that you'll be giving them. And even if they went up to twenty five cent, you paid a penny each for them. So um, you know that would be, you know, what's that like um, twenty five thousand dollars? You know what I'm saying? Going to a tuition. Right. But those are the those are the ones I would look into. Look into some of them that are very very cheap if you want to buy them in bulk. And um, remember, it's an investment. It's like a baby bond or something. You know, you put the money up and you got to sit right. there and let it pick up value. Now, to do that, you would have to create a trust. You could put these in trust, and your grandkids can't access that until they're 18. You know, and the most important right. thing about these is you got to remember your wallet passwords. 
because, you know, they're not going to mm-hmm. really hook you up with that too much. Like, you, once you put it in there, you got to remember it. Right. So what I would do, and like you're saying, doing the paper part and, and getting that, but then for each wallet, I would put in the code for that. So it's like for each Earth Day, when when they go for their Earth Day, here's here's this is theirs for this for this first year that they're in the world because they've just had three that was born this year. And I'm looking at okay, how do I invest in generational wealth? I'm not wealthy. I'm, I'm living on retirement. I got a question. I'm trying to... Go ahead. Here's the question then. See, Thomas just gave you a clue. Do you want to invest in coins that are saving the whales, homeless people? Do you want to invest in coins that are, uh, you know, uh, the Black Lives Matter agendas and stuff? See, that's why that brother was saying what utility is important to you will often lead you to the right coins because you'll get to see the project from the very beginning of what they're, why they're even creating that coin. So if you're into, like what you're saying, you're into green living. You're into sustainability. There's a lot of coins out there right now into that. Matter of fact, that's what me and okay. Thomas talk about. Yeah, a lot of the stuff that they're doing is really about the Green New Deal. Right. But So find the utility that you are most invested in. That's what the banker that came on uh, six months ago was talking about. Don't just invest in coins because people say they're going up. They're, you know, it's making a lot of money and this and that. Okay, that's cool. But somebody might be working on a coin that answers a specific utility that you yourself feel that, yeah, I'd like to see that. Medical, for example. They got a coin out now called Reset ID that's all about giving people electrolytes through a telemedicine uh, uh, distribution. This thing starts out at $100. I did the homework on it. This thing is probably going to be about $20,000. In the next in the next five years, it's going to be a $20,000 market. So if you're just holding one of those coins, you're, you're, sit, you, you know, you're going to be set. But here's what I really want to say. I need us to stop thinking about how to go to the ATM and pull your cash out. These are assets, and that's exactly how they yeah. describe it. You can leverage that asset to do so much more than getting cash out the ATM. Mm-hmm. Right. But this is, this, and Absolutely. I thank you for that because that's what I'm looking at doing. This is not for me. This is for when they become of age because I'm not, I'll, I'll be 72 years, seven, 71 years old in, in February. And I'm looking at, okay, by the time they get teenagers, if I'm still here. You know, but what I want to do is leave something for them. Okay, I, I know what I did with my daughters and my sons. What I'm looking at is grands and great grands. And it's like, okay, what can I leave? Because I know what my grandparents loved me was nothing but a whole lot of memories. and a whole lot of stuff that we got that, that I, I still got in the closet. What I'm looking at is investing in their future. And this is the future of what I heard from this conversation since I've been on the line. This is the the fourth reset. This is the fourth reconstruction. Mm-hmm. And so, is, what is, what is technology going to be about in 2050? We already see what 20. This is a reset in 2020. 30 years from now. That's what I'm Absolutely. looking at. Absolutely. 30 years from now, the foundation of that system will be this system right here. 
it totally got replacing the old system. Uh, as you see, for the last 20 years, they have gone to war in the Middle East, in every country almost, uh, pretty much destroying their whole oil economy. Uh, Kuwait and um, Dubai and Bahrain, they built their whole countries up. They don't even deal with oil no more. They got a whole cities full of electricity with super big skyscrapers and everything is sustainable development. See, that's the future. So with the future coming into these coins, to me, if you're looking for a 20-year, 30-year investment, this is where you do. This is what you do. You get these coins and you leave this behind, man, because if this takes place, which we know the Great Reset is here, December 21st is, is the first day of it. Right. You know, it's, it's kicking right. off. Once this kicks in, these coins might go down for a while. Everything is going to tank. They're going to completely crash the old system. The stock market is going to be totally depleted. It's going to be total chaos. And then this is going to be the savior. And once this is implemented as the savior of society, these coins are going to spike up in the next five years as all these people, all us, you know, the people are going to be looking for something to do to counteract what we lost over the Great Reset, which is coming, you know. So um, if, if if this guy, the, the guy who was currently president, uh, he was buying us another four years to prepare for this, but it's coming right now if he loses. So it's no, it's no um, surprise this is happening right now. And um, if I was you, I would do it as soon as possible um, get into it because in the next few weeks this market could go anywhere. Uh, the market was supposed to crash when Biden became president. He's going to tax people sixty percent. Like that mm-hmm. makes no sense. So the fact that everything is kept going is because everyone believes that Trump could still win, and um, they kept it flowing. If, if the second that it comes out that he can't win, that stock market is going to fall. Jobs, everything, and we're already in a, a, a pandemic, you know. So just be prepared. That's going to be um, those prices of those coins are going to be so expensive five years from now that you can't even afford one if you don't buy it now. You know, that's where I'm right. But and this and is what I'm looking at because what Biden is saying is is that I'm on Social Security. So if they giving me, if he's gonna put this two hundred dollars towards my Social Security, I can put that two hundred dollars towards my ch- grandchildren. Yes. Let me say this, Kwame, uh, and I need. I'm glad Thomas brought up about that reset again because I'm gonna cover that next week since we ain't even nowhere near what the stuff I was about to talk about. Um, the stable coins. Be careful with stable coins because most of them are pegged to the American dollar, so they fluctuate with the dollar. Now, that's not to scare right. you away from them. That's just to give you an understanding. So when you hear terms like stable coin, right off the bat, you know that they're pegged to the U.S. dollar. Now, some of them are great, like, like compound, okay? Compound is a good token. It's got great utility, but it's pegged to the dollar. So if the dollar moves in any direction, your your, your compound is going to move right along with it. But Y'all have heard me say this before since I've gotten into the insurance and security stuff. Hey, man, we need to start investing in our demise. And that's the beautiful thing about the cryptocurrency because 
unbeknownst to most of the people that have asked these questions, the number one people industry that actually benefits from this is the insurance industry. Okay. And they've admitted that they were too late to recognize what was going on. That's why you got insure tax. I know you probably heard these terms. And that's what you want to look for. Stuff like what, since I hear what you're talking about, you're talking about hodling your coins. That means you're going to hold on to them for a while. You ain't got no intentions on trading them and doing stuff like that. That's a good thing. Right. Be careful with the stable coins, though. Do a little research into them. Compound, Ave, some of them are all stable coins. <clears throat> and Ave may not be. I take that back. But uh, Compound definitely is. I think Tether is one of them that's attached to the uh, U- United States dollar. So just, you know, do a little homework, see what their project is about. Because they'll tell you it's an open – that's why we keep telling people it's open, public information. Anybody can go on and look at a, 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 a blockchain transaction at any given time you want to. Right. Well, I mean, I just thank the family for, for having this, and I thank you, Bev, you know, I mean, yeah, mm-hmm. we talk about what's going on with the with the orange man and all of that, but we got to look at what's our future going to be, what right. our, what, our, exactly. what we're going to leave our children. And yeah. this is what I'm looking at right now because I see the re- I know what I came through, and and if I had had any kind of insurance or or things that were given, it could have been a lot better. But I'm looking at what can I leave for them. And that's, you're right. And we this. need to look at the. Oh, thank you. Thank I say you. You're thank on the right us. Track. <laughs> yeah. Better love. And I All right. You're on the better right love. Track. Better love. Anybody else, Auntie Bev? No, because we out of time. Next week we're gonna have another extra hour. We're gonna add another extra hour because people is interested. And I was like most people, I you know I heard this, but I was like whatever. I'm not really into it until y'all got me into it, and I'm all in now. And, and I agree with Derek. Do not invest in uh, your portfolio. Should be very diverse. I mean, at this point mm-hmm, in time, mm-hmm. like. Look at what Pfizer went. Now, I watched this one myself. When Pfizer announced that they Mm -hmm. were going to be one of the heads of distributing the uh, vaccine, uh, Pfizer Mm -hmm. went from $60 on the New York Stock Exchange to damn near $160, I mean $150 in less than eight hours. Wow. You know what I'm saying? So if you think the cryptocurrency... Is 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 not workable for you? Go on, and hang out over mm-hmm. at the New York Stock Exchange because there's a lot of stuff there. But here's what yeah. I tell you: DoorDash Door opened up this week. They started at um a hundred dollars, went up to one eighty in an hour. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, DoorDash, and they, all they do is send a, a Mexican or an African to your house with food. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, they're doing grocery pickups at Walmart, whether y'all are recognizing that or not. People, Safeway yeah. here, I don't know if y'all have Safeways in y'all states, but here mm-hmm. Safeway got a program where all you got to do is literally get on the app and make your grocery order and somebody will bring it to you. And I tried that uh, a couple of weeks ago. We have it here, too, in Michigan. I mean, I was, like, amazed. I was like, what? 
I don't have to go to the grocery store. And I mean, I put in everything that I put in. They they brought it to me. My bananas and my fruit was. They took their time and picked out the good looking stuff. I was like, okay, I, I like this. This sound like that might be like DoorDash. <laughs> <laughs> they huh? feeding into that psychology that Thomas said. Yeah, yeah. They know people will buy convenience. That's why you got a convenience. Seven yeah. Eleven is that damn near on everybody's corner. Matter of fact, you can't yeah. even drive out your your neighborhood without seeing a seven at least five Seven Eleven. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Convenience, and they know that's what's yeah. on people's mind. I I don't want to yeah. do a whole lot. I want a robot. So as much as and you I, think that they put us. I'm sorry, go ahead. No, just to say, I had to pay, say, $20 for the service. But to me, it was worth it. I didn't have to get in my car, take my gas, mm-hmm. go to the to the, mm-hmm. to the, to the uh, grocery store, walk around, put stuff. I was like, I'll gladly give you this $20 for you to bring it to my door. So you just created utility? See, that's what we're talking about. There's utility. Yeah. And I know it's going to happen because myself, feel, I hey, look, I'm only 47, but if somebody willing to go buy my groceries and bring them here, I'm, hey, you know what, I'm, I feel just like you, Auntie. Mm-hmm. I feel the same way. Yeah. 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 I'm willing to do that. But that comes with a exactly. price. I yeah. realize that, too. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. That comes with a price. Right. And if you don't have a proper plan, you know that the price is for the convenience. And like I say, my bill was twenty dollars more, but that was for the convenience to have it delivered to my door. But and that goes back to what you was what you was talking about earlier, Beth, with human energy. Now we're not yeah. exuding our human energy to go to the store and pick out stuff, which is going to create a bunch of humans to eventually lose their jobs. You know, because the the whole store was uh, functioning off of other people in here, and people stacking the shelves and everything. And once we're not in here, then you know it's just gonna we're gonna be sitting at home using our energy to do things that we used to exude our energy to do. You get what I'm saying? And the whole system's gonna be built off of that. Where um, you don't go shopping, eventually you're gonna have a machine that sits on your table and prints out the Louis Vuitton sweater you wanted. You just ordered the material <laughs> and, you know, d- download the $5,000 schematic and they're going to print it out exactly that way. And you got your mm-hmm. authentic Louis Vuitton sweater, you know what I'm saying? But that's how it's <laughs> going to work. Well, Tom, look how long me and you have been uh, talking about the technology like with the dogs. They got these robotic dogs. Now, everybody didn't saw mm-hmm. that. Everybody act like they ain't saw it. Now, next time you go to somebody's house and all of a sudden you're greeted by a robotic dog, don't act surprised. Okay? You've seen this stuff. And you keep playing you like you did. How many <laughs> videos I've seen of people who dog, have the robotic dog and people come to their house and running. actually pet it? And them dogs don't stop running. They got sustainable energy. So you think you're going to outrun one? Try again, okay? So you probably want to learn a skill that could help you, you know, neutralize uh, electronics and programs. We're going to have to really get into both, offensive and defensive mode. Defense, I'm just, yeah. It's the way I yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And like right now, even with that, the, 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 uh, the going to the grocery store, 
at this point, I don't need to use it all the time, but I just tried it out just to see. Now, I go to the store, but if I don't feel like going, I just, you know, pay the extra and have it brought to me. And you ain't got to argue with your grandkids or your, your kids. Uh-uh. You know what I'm saying? That's right. You got to be like, hey, go to, go to, go to the yeah. store with grandma or mama, and they talking noise. Like, ah, I got a hair appointment. And see, and see, I'm in a, and I'm in a state where it's and if I don't want to slip and slide out there now, that's when I would really use it when I don't want exactly. it without when it's ice and hey, snow hey, on there. Y'all, y'all know what though? What? Let's let's just hope that it don't come to a point where we don't have a choice. Yeah, you know, that's what they try to we, make it. Right, well, exactly. Exactly. I mean, it all sounds like I said. I'm with y'all. It all sounds good for the convenience and everything, but it's gonna be. I ain't gonna feel like sitting up in this damn house all day having right. somebody bring me stuff. Especially, I'd rather go pick my own stuff. So let's just hope that I don't come to a situation where we don't have no other choice, you know, but to use the service. So we just have to wait and see. Yeah. Right. If you don't yeah. take the Eric, you don't. If you don't I'm take the shot, you'll be having your your groceries delivered forever because you can't go yeah. in the store no more. You know what I'm saying? Right. They and, and just like uh, just like today when I went went back to work, they still forcing us to take the damn flu shot. I'm like, oh lord, <laughs> this is ridiculous. Like Alex, you said that Derek, the, can a robot get sick? It didn't catch a virus. No. If somebody put it there. Right. But can a robot get sick? Is my mic still open? Yes, sir. Yeah, your mic's still open. Hey, if someone, if someone okay. created, I just got a question. Uh, uh, wait, wait, one second. Um, if someone created a human to robot writing show, they would be the richest person in the world, man. If you could it get would. a. <laughs> 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 Go ahead, <laughs> No, the thing I'm, I, I've been researching in the last couple of days. Oh, your phone. We can't hear you. Y'all here? We can't hear you, Kwame. Kwame, you fell out. I don't think he can hear us. Mm-mm. Okay. Well, hey, look, you know. Kwame, Kwame, can you hear us, brother? Kwame. This I think he probably got you, but you know, we after hours, we're not even supposed to be on. I don't know how we're still communicating. Well, you That's know what? Let's um, let's close <laughs> it out, and we we can catch up next week. Um, you know, part two. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, you know, we'll have some more ideas of things people can get some money into, and hopefully by then this political thing would have turned around. You know what I'm saying? We're, right. So we'll we don't know which way we're going. Well, I got some homework for the family I want to put out there. By the time we come okay. back next week, y'all should have read Banking for All Act, okay? The who? Now, the what is it? The, bank, the Banking for All Act. The, okay. See, it's, a, it's S. Dot, just type in. Thank you for all. It, it was introduced okay. by uh, a Democrat named Sherrod uh, uh, Brown. Okay, 
You got to read into what they're talking about, and you'll be able to line up everything me and Thomas just said today. You're going to see what we're talking about, that if they have it their way, they're going to transition this over. You won't even – you'll wake up – remember um, – I don't, Bev, I know you don't remember, but I did a show with Rob Bones, and we had uh, Chief Warhorse on there. And Chief Warhorse said, Warhorse said she, woke, she went to bed one day living in. Oh, Florida. yeah, I'm familiar with Chief. Yeah. Do you remember with okay. that? That's what's going to happen with I didn't with, hear. what we're talking she about. Said, say that again. She, she, went, said, she woke up what? She went to bed living in Florida and woke up the next morning, and it was in, she lived in New Orleans. Did she move? Or did something else move? Oh. You see what I'm saying? That's what we're trying to tell people. This is not going to be a... A little flexibility can go a long way. By refinancing your newer used auto loan with PenFed, you can lower your monthly payments for more flexibility in your budget. You can even schedule your first payment for up to 60 days from the date of your refinance. Calculate how much you could save at PenFed.org slash autorefi or call 1-800-247-5626 to apply. Membership is open to everyone. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. You've counted down the seconds. Now make every second count for you. University of Maryland Global Campus will help you wave goodbye to 2020 and say hello to a new year where you take the next step in your education. Whether you want to study business, cybersecurity, healthcare, or IT, University of Maryland Global Campus can help. Apply by January 31st and we'll waive your application fee. Learn online. Visit umgc.edu. That's umgc.edu. Certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV.